Batman villain here. I got a hairless dog. Where I mean, a big giant cock who wants to fuck your hairless cat. Fuck you. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. And Harrison brought in his brother today on the show. Hello, ben. hello, America. Benedict. Benedict. Is, that what, is, it, is Benedict. that what like English people can't just be Ben? They, uh, they have to be like, oh no, I'm Benedict. Benedict. Yeah, yeah it means well spoken, of course. Oh, okay. And yeah. You'll hear a bit more about that. Benedict. Well, yeah, Benedict. Ben, ben, uh, uh, ben for short, Me I guess. Cumberbatch. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. You know, I was thinking about this because Harrison was like, hey, let's do it on Sunday so my brother can come on the show. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. Harrison's family. Because you've had your father on the show, you've had your cousin, yep. you've had your sister, yeah. and now you've had my uh, sister's been on twin sister. And so I was thinking, like Harrison's family actually supports him and enjoys being a part of the we podcast and being on the show. Yeah. Whereas my family, they, I mean, it's like pulling teeth to get them to come in here. Mm, yeah, it's like I have to prom, I have to buy my brother dinner. I actually had to kind of. I basically invited myself. I think I don't even think. I yeah, think but, but Harrison's you, getting sick of his family getting on the podcast. But he, I mean, uh, you, but you're actually interested in doing it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you I'm support a fan. it. Yeah, my sister and my brother are just. They hate it. They hate mm. the podcast. They hate coming on here. They bitch about it the whole time. Mm. And I'm like, all right, well, don't come on the show. Whereas, like Harrison's family's like, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, I think it's because when you had the meetup. And I didn't really know what, much about the podcast. I listened to a bit about it. And then we had the meetup and there was, there was like in the UK, there was like 25 people there. Yeah, um, yeah. The, uh, a lot and of, I yeah. was like, wow, this is, this is. Yeah, we're, bi- we're, we're I was big like, in wow, the UK. This is, this is incredible for yeah. some reason. So you, well, you're, you're a Londoner? Yeah, yeah. I'm you live, you live yeah, in London? Went to the, yeah, he went to the meetup that I went to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. you got to meet some of the, uh, the things listeners. Things went down. Yeah. Things went down at the meetup. Oh, wow. Man, that yeah. Was a night. That was an evening, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. things can happen at those meetups. Did you they, go to like some party they, it ended, or something? Yeah, I took... Like Harrison, a dogging Hannibal's party. I right? took Harrison. Yeah. Was it a dogging party or something? It was. It was. Just, yeah. It was some ex-doggers. <laughs> yeah. uh, ex-doggers. Yeah. It was doggers, but inside a house. So I don't know what that is. Swinging. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. Um, and, Hamstering. And then we went. F- somehow we ended up in my mum's kitchen at in the early hours. That's where she wasn't really, dogging. My mum is not a dogger. No, oh, okay. as far as I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they keep that thing hidden. They don't like to, yeah, they don't like to, you know, be very public about their dogging activities. You, yeah, I think dogging is normally kept. I think that's actually why people like dogging is because it's kind of it's under the yeah, keep it on the DL, keep on the DL, yeah, keep it on the DL, just in the car, no one knows about it (laughs) in a dark park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After after ten p.m., you go dogging. I think when you do dogging, I think you put, I think you do it like through the car window. I don't know if that's right. Did you see the fucking druids fucking at the Rollright Stones? We did see the druids fucking at the Rollright yeah. Stones. Did yeah, they yeah. Have robes on and shit. No, it was fucking... two druids. We went there like one in the morning with some friends. They were dog druid and, dogging, and they were dru- two druids shagging in the middle of the Rollright Stones at one in the morning, which is kind of great. How and do you know they were druids? Where they went? They through... told us we went and spoke to them, and they were in cloaks. So we went and chatted to them, and they kind of like put their clothes back on, and then we were just chatting. Turns out he works at the local garage, and the woman worked at home base, I think. 
And then they went to their car and they got some drums and they started playing the drums and we all danced around in a circle and sang Druid songs. How, but so wait, you could be a Druid and like, it, it, there's not like a, it's, it's like a Druid kind of like being in like druid some kind of rotary works, club or it, Shriners or something? It works within the frame of capitalism. Yeah, the Masons? So. Yeah, I think you can have a job. You can, I think it's just like, you know, do on the weekend. You basically it's just, just like, it's like a social club. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's also a belief system of sort, but I think mainly it's just a nice fun thing to do. You know, you can shag in the raw at stones. Great, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Well, thanks for uh, coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, what brings you to LA? You're just here for a week or so? Uh, well, I was here, I was with on tour with the Bible Society. Oh yeah. I you made, made a, uh, a film for them. Um, for it's a long story but not but, pornography not pornography yeah that's some of my other work uh this was a <laughs> short film uh i made for the bible society so i was staying in the bible society house basically well in, in a in a kind of big sort of uh what's the word funder uh funder doyen of the bible society do you know what i mean like they, you know they give money to the bible society this okay this is like a fun it's someone who, she's, who she's raises a, funds she for kind the, of uh, is, a, is a wealthy lady who gives my helps out the bible society is she uh is she like very religious is she very christian she was quite christian there was all christian like songs playing in the house 24 7 in wow. the, like, through all the speakers it was and, and, a sweet the house off yeah. air before we started the show uh, you told a hilarious outtake yes a bad story about uh, an awkward circumstance you had with your girlfriend mm. and uh, this lady yeah I didn't know whether to talk I'm getting confused between whether that was a, pa- a patron thing it's for the outtakes okay, okay, yeah, right, a lot right, of right. people we you know because we when we're setting up we tend to like shoot the shit and talk about right, things and so, right, right, right. Um, but yeah people are uh, patrons can access so, that so yeah it was a they little... don't try to convert you do they no there was no converting so well things went slightly wrong when Harry Person showed to pick up to pick me up early in the week wearing a t-shirt with the devil on it and, oh. and it's a baphomet oh sorry apologies yeah and the lady opened up the door and he was just standing there in the devil t-shirt and she was like who's this did she like, throw oh, yeah. holy water on him like yeah get out. he he smokes he not smokes up in holy water. it's not good for him Harrison. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then on the last morning things got a bit kind of fruity we had uh, a brunch and they got the bellinis going you know, I didn't know what, anyway, with some booze. And then the lady whose house it is, oh, it's my girlfriend's like, oh, I've got to show you something, got to show you something. Oh, you wait, wait, wait. Are you going to give this outtake away? Yeah, don't give for the free? Away. Well, that's what I was trying to ask well, earlier. Oh, oh, God, look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. Given the content away from, do you, you're Jewish but too. You, you aren't, can, aren't you I, Jewish? I said. <laughs> he's Jewish. He's about to give <laughs> stuff away for free. That's what I was trying to, I was trying no, to look at your eye. And I was like, what should I tell this? <laughs> I thought this was like a special. That's you can what, talk about dogging on air, but okay. we can't give free stories sorry, away to people. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Actually, got, anyway, that's a good teaser because you okay. set it up cliffhanger. Yeah. Now yeah. people are going to have to go to the Patreon, sign yeah. up to well, get to get, get the you. details of the story mm. because it's a pretty fucking good story. It's really weird. It is a good story. It is weird. It's, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, we're not going to give that one away for free. Sorry, God, yeah. he's even Jewish too. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Jews. Harrison outraged Gadsby's England podcast host, Lee, Lee yeah. Gadsby, who's been on the show several times. Uh, Lee thought Harrison and I were engaging in some type of Jewish conspiracy to con him out of funds. Interesting. Which is funny because I never even gave any thought to this matter. But long story short, Lee Gadsby was suing his landlord or is in the process of suing his landlord. I guess he had like one of those huge homes in the Hollywood Hills. He was renting from the guy and mm. he was going to buy the house. Something happened. Anyway, he's been trying to serve him, uh, you know, process serve him for a while now. And it's really hard to get a hold of him. So he was like, yeah, he goes, you, he goes, maybe one of you two. And he asked me and, and Danny if we would do it. And I was like, why would I do that? 
Mm. I was like, I got a, I got a real job. I'm not, I don't mm. really care. He's like, I'll give you, he's like, I'll give you 50 bucks. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I, I don't really need the money. Mm. He's like, it'd be fun to do. And I'm like, no, I don't really care. Mm. And so he was just like, all right, fine. Do you know anyone else who could do it? I was like, well, Harrison that used to do it by trade. Yes. I was like, mm. he used to be a process server professionally, so he could do this for you. And so he's like, will he do it this weekend? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, do you, I was like, I can uh, give you his number and you can contact him, give him the details. And so I texted you. Yeah. And I said, hey, dear, would you be interested? And you're like, well, I don't know. What are the details? And I was like, well, yeah. he's going to text you. And that's. And that's by the time limit. he called me, he's like, so you already agreed to do it? Because at first I told him no. Well, that was like the a limit of my involvement. Yeah. And then he he texted you, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, he called so, well, me. Why yeah. did you do it? I think part of you likes doing it. Oh, right? I do like doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it was it was serving a property owner, and normally I don't take those jobs because they're paying the Why don't the you balls. like property owners? Like, what's because the they're scum of the earth, and because they're scum of the earth, they're always getting sued by people. So they're like the most elusive motherfuckers on the planet. They're so hard to track down. You also have multiple properties. It's, you I mean, got to stake them out for hours. It's oh, like so a you whole didn't want to do that, like stake mm -hmm. the guy out. I like and... I like serving stalkers. I like serving crazy, dangerous lunatics that I can, you know, find relatively easily. So and so he wanted you to like sit there for four hours and wait for this guy to leave the property. Wait for the guy to yeah. To, so he was outside. He had to be outside of his house because he's not going <laughs> to let anybody in. I'm like I I can't do my like dress up like a package guy because they don't they don't fall for that shit. They don't let anybody. Well, in. Well, he said this guy has tried. Every, he, some people have tried all yeah. sorts of tricks. Yeah. All sorts of deceptive behaviors, and he couldn't mm. even do it because the guy was like mm. wise to it. So what happened? Did, so anyway, you said no. I said no at first, yeah. And then he flipped out. He flipped out on me. He was just mm. like, why don't you call your cunt friend? Mm. And uh, he's like, this is your fault. I canceled the other process servers. And now, uh, he's like, and now you're trying to, Harrison's back, backing, backtracking on this. I'm, and and uh, I never agreed to do fucking anything. Yo, he yeah. was so mad. He yeah. was just like, he goes, uh, what do you say here? He how, said, how are you friends with this guy in the first place? What's yeah. the, uh, <laughs> he's he, a good, uh, he's a good guy. He's a mate of mine. He's, he's funny. And I, I, I like him. He goes, yeah, he said flat out. No. And I already discussed it with him. He goes, right. and you told me a hundred percent he'd do it. And I was like, I didn't tell you that. I was like, right. he said yesterday, apparently he changed his mind. He goes, you said he'd do it this weekend. And then he was just like, and I never changed my mind. I said, I'll tell him to call me. I'll, you know, Here's yeah, and so I was like, he just said it's too much yeah. work for a, a property owner. And then he wrote to, wrote to me, he goes, is he a Jew? And in parentheses, spit recoil. Mm. Yeah, and oh, so I was like, I think he's a half Jew. And he goes, is his mother a Jew? Mm. And I was like, I don't know. And he goes, your mate is clearly a Jew by mother. I'm not, by the way. <laughs> this guy this guy better watch out because... Oh, he's you know, a terrible man. We're coming for him. Mm. <laughs> I, that's what you, I said. We're coming for we're him. We're going to replace I him also, for sure. I also insisted he pay me up front. Well, so what was the deal? I trust him about as far as, you know. Well, he said that you started trying to negotiate with like, him. Like, as say, a grifter, I can tell <laughs> when somebody's a grifter, like, instantly. You so know, I did, get, what I get made my, you change your mind? Why'd you do it? Because um, he was Love like... Of the trade. Well, because he was like, you stake him out for, you know, a few hours and like, I'll, and I'll pay you regardless, you know, out front. So I'm like, you know what? I haven't done this in a while. I generally like it. You know, I can I could just sit in the car and, and read. how much was he going to pay you? A hundred bucks. A oh, hundred bucks. It's yeah. not bad, I yeah. guess. And I'm like, I'll just read in the car. It's fine. But you know? then he said, you told him any minute after that one hour, yeah. it's going to be 20 bucks an hour. That's not what I said. I just said it's extra. Yeah. He's like, will you do it an extra now hour? And I'm like, yeah, if you give me 120, you know, 120. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, if you don't serve him Saturday, will you go back Sunday? I'm like, 
yeah, if you pay me more. Because <laughs> it's like, I have a job. Like, I don't care. He's trying to like, he's trying to negotiate with me. And it's like, I'll just say, like, I don't care. I'll just not do it. I'll, I'll just sleep in. You know, like, oh, he was so outraged. And he, yeah. he was just it's like, not my job. Goes, I think, you know what I think it is? Yeah. I think it's a Jewish conspiracy Wait, between you two. this guy's English. Yeah, he's English. Mm. That changes yeah. everything. He's he looks like Mr. Bean. Bean. Yeah, yeah, he, he looks, looks like just Bean. like Rowan Atkinson. Mm. Looks like Mr. Bean. But he's like, I don't know, Pakistani, mm. Pakistani, right, right, British. Right. Uh, but uh, anyway, he was like saying, he was like, it's a conspiracy between you two mm. to try to get money from a Gentile. Mm. He's like, that's what you do. I was like, I'm, I'm not even mm. doing anything. Americans doing English accents is like my favorite thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're I terrible at it. I love it. Um, so mm. anyway, what you served the guy. What happened? Did the guy, he said... Uh, Lee kept saying there might be a row, like the guy might try to fight you. Um, no, I mean, compare, most people I serve, it's like, you know, when I ring their doorbell, they're like inside in the dark, like smoking meth and fondling a handgun or smoking <laughs> weed and fondling themselves while watching porn in the dark or whatever, you know, so I'm used to like actually <laughs> serving violent, dangerous people. This guy was just like, whatever, he was just some older gay Republican who oh, okay. owns somehow owns property did all over town. Did you put the uh, the the process? What do you say? Papers. Yeah, you yeah put the he papers denied being himself. He said no. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, and then uh, he wouldn't take it, so I just put it in his uh, under his windshield wiper while he was there. Well, you're saying so, you filmed it though, didn't you? Film I did. It? Yeah. So Although does, I fucked that up. Does that, that count though? Podcast, I mean, if the guy page? says yes, it counts. So the guy can say like, "Oh, he didn't serve me," but does it yeah, matter? But it, I know. I know it's him. You know, oh, right. and I, I'm uh, off. I'm actually registered process service, so I'm actually an officer of the fucking court. Oh, okay, um, so he so, can't dispute it. Yeah, and I've never had a process uh, a thing I serve be wrong. So, <laughs> uh, you know, my record is. Oh, Lee, Lee was texting. He was texting me. He's like, "Your mate, your mate, slightly redeemed himself." <laughs> Whoa! By actually doing the fucking thing, you know. He's like, he was the hardest person to deal with. I never want to deal with him. Never doing business with How him again. <laughs> Tough negotiator. Runs in yeah. the family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could say some stuff. I'm not going to say some stuff. You know? <laughs> it's just like, I, I, you know. He just, said that, he goes, your mm. mate has slightly redeemed himself by managing to serve yeah. the cunt and mm. really piss him off at the same time. Mm. I guess he tried to, to run and... Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he left his... He tried to run... He ran inside and left his dogs in the car. He left his pretty, dogs in the yeah. car? Can you yeah. serve the dogs? What is that? I think I did serve the dogs, right, technically. Because yeah. the dogs were looking right at me through the window when I put the thing on there. Wow. Yeah. yeah anyway, that's pretty funny. He, he sets off red flags, alarm bells, everything, that guy. So that's why I, I wanted oh, to... Oh, no. He is a front. sketchy motherfucker, yeah, yeah, that real guy. Sketchy. He really is. I just find it funny that you mm. had to deal with him. <laughs> He was so mad. Mm. Yeah, he was so mad. Went into like this whole anti-Semitic rant. Mm. Anyway, that that isn't what we were supposed to talk about. Uh, this show uh, mm. we were planning. We so typically we kind of have like some personal details, mm. couple anecdotes in the beginning, mm. and then it segues into the segue. the actual intro. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, there's no segue this time. So what we're planning on talking about is: Did you re did you hear about the uh, American family that was burnt to a crisp in a cartel massacre in uh, Mexico? Uh, I've heard a little bit about it. They were they were shot. Were they burnt? They were shot sh and burned. Shot and burnt. Nice. Yeah, nice. but I think the shooting at the at the cars caused the cars to explode, and that's why they're burnt. They uh, weren't like they didn't like dump gasoline. The cars on actually them. explode if you shoot them. Then I yeah, I guess apparently. apparently. If you so. shoot the gas tank, yeah, yeah. If you shoot the gas tank, mm -hmm. they'll explode. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, did this make it? It didn't make it over the BBC. The BBC hasn't reported that as of yet, as far oh, as I'm aware. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. but, uh, 
it normally is. <laughs> yeah, it's normally on top of things, you know. Yeah, you, you didn't. Yeah. Piers Morgan wasn't uh, telling Piers you about Morgan this. Piers Morgan would love this. You absolutely <laughs> love this. Is that who you get your news from? Coming Piers? up next on BBC Four, <laughs> Amanda and the East Siders are up to their old tricks. I listen to Piers Morgan podcast. I think he mm. had the Piers card. Morgan. Is a, isn't that guy like a mm. conservative? Like he right sets winger? off all the red flags and alarm bells too. Yeah, he, he does yeah. too. He's the yeah. worst. Yeah, he's one of the worst. Yeah, he he's the hardest person to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst. He kept calling yeah. you Hunter S. Jew. <laughs> I'll take you. it. I mean, I'll take it. It's not bad, you know? though. Oh, I, yeah, because I actually succeeded in two hours. Oh, yeah, you know? I, I like, didn't think you were going to do what it. The fuck? Um, I didn't think so either. To be so honest. this past week, three families were traveling through the Mexican state of uh, Sonora when they were ambushed by a drug cartel and brutally killed. You know, I could have just fucking stayed home and slept in and fucking uh, sent him a picture from Google Maps and taken the money. You should have. I Honestly, I should have. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so nine people were killed, including mm. three women and six children. And it was like a gruesome shootout. I guess they were ambushed. They shot the vehicles. The vehicles oh, exploded. shootouts not gruesome. Or what's the... What yeah, I mean, you know, if it's a couple of like bullet mm. holes inside of your car, it's not that's bad. Not gruesome, but when your right, car right. actually explodes and, you're, and the children are burned to death. That's, yeah, sure. It kind of, yeah. But I mean, they had 200 shell casings from assault rifles. Like this wasn't... That's the thing. They keep saying it's a case of mistaken identity. Like the cartel didn't mean mm. to do this. But I beg to differ. If they shot 200 times, does that mean mm. after the car exploded, they carried on shooting? Just kept mm. shooting everybody. Yeah. I thought the Mormons down there were at war with the cartel. No, they, they, they say they're not. Okay. If you read, if you read like uh, yeah. any of the uh, Mormon uh, papers that talk about it, mm. they say that, um, that they got along peacefully for years and that these people weren't a part of the original like LeBaron violent cult. Okay. We're going to get into that settled there. But I think that's all, I, I, I don't think that's factual. I think these people, this was a hit. Um, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, uh, one of the women here, Christina Langford Johnson, she actually took her infant daughter and put it, like put the kid like in the back seat on the floor and that actually saved the kid's life because that no car way. didn't explode. Yeah. Mm. But, and she like came out and was just like, stop, it's children, it's children. And they shot her like 20 times. God damn. Oh yeah, this is brutal. She saved the kid. Mm. The that's kid actually good. lived. Wow. And that, that's what, as the details are coming out about this. I suppose it, that's why you do have to shoot the car 200 times because... You want to get, you know, you want to be thorough. Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's the thing with cartel. Like cartel, like they have no humanity. There's but, no empathy there. Yeah. Like they, they will cut your head off and roll it like a bowling ball down the street. But that kid is going to grow up and if films teach us anything, it's going to come with vigilante and, <clears throat> you know. Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. come out here and just kill them and all. And make some racist comments. On yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, when, they, when investigators actually found the third vehicle, there's three vehicles, all of them shot, all of them riddled, riddled with bullets. Hmm. Uh, the third vehicle, they found uh, four people in it, including two eight-month-old twins uh, that were just burnt to a crisp. Ooh. Yeah, fried Mormon there. Um, <laughs> one of the kids was shot in the face during an ambush. But this is the weird thing with the details about this. So all the adults were killed. And so at one point, uh, this, this one boy, he's 13 years old. He had six other siblings. He hid them in a bush as after the shooting happened. And it was just the six, the six kids and no adults left. And uh, the kid walked five hours to go to try to find help and he got lost. Uh. And so then the uh, the youngest, the next youngest or oldest sibling was a nine year old. She went off on her. She was even grazed, like she was even shot. She went off to try to find help because they thought the kid died. Yeah. And so she went off, and she uh, they actually ended up finding her. And then what about they, the other kid? Did he just never found? No, they ended up uh, finding him. He, I guess, walked in the wrong direction. Right, right, right. But six hours. But he was alive. Up, he was alive, yeah. Was it just in the desert? 
wandering around. Like yeah, I guess like desert. Uh, wow. Yeah, desert Kids in uh, Mexico. Stupid. This is yeah. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst thing that happened since the uh, the Osmond family massacre. But yeah. you know, so <laughs> that quick, was quick tragic. Question. If you're shooting up some cars with people in, why don't you just? Are they standing like twenty paces away from the car? Why don't they just go and like look in the cars? And make sure they've shot every. Yeah, I mean, I, you the, know, I don't know if they just like were above a mountain. Yeah, they're kind of just like uh, in the de- driving through the desert, right? Kind of probably. They were driving mm. in between. I guess they have Mormon compounds. Okay, they were driving yeah. to another compound. Mm, and I guess right. they were just ambushed, mm. got out, just shot up the vehicles. Vehicles, vehicles Seems exploded. Like you could take and they're like, oh, we're done. But mm. they didn't go in. The, yeah, they they didn't go and actually mm. like go up there and be like, oh wait, let's just shoot each person in the head yeah. execution mm. style to make sure everyone's dead. Mm. They just kind of like ah, that's enough. Whatever. Yeah. yeah maybe you know? they just wanted to show a sign, you know. But what's weird about this is, uh, I, I guess, is the I never knew. I mean, it's kind of a revelation that Mormons live in Mexico. I didn't know that there are Mormons in Mexico. I knew this. Did you know that? I oh mean, yeah. I didn't. I thought you know you think Utah, you think mm. Mitt Romney. You just never really I didn't think really about understand Mitt Romney's father right. emigrated here from Mexico. Oh yeah, I guess it's the governor true. of Minnesota, whatever the fuck he was. I guess he yeah. was Mexican. I never, yeah. yeah, I never thought about it. But apparently, and they, that's and that was a funny thing to learn in 2012 that Mitt Romney is kind of a Mexican. Yeah, he was you know? like part Mexican. Yeah. Um, so Ish. what's weird about this, the nine victims uh, were part of the LeBaron family, which has roots in this region dating back decades. Mm. I don't think Romney, though, came from this family. No. I think there was a separate family of that. He's this, Rom, Mitt Romney is the descendant of Parley Pratt, who is one of the original followers of Joseph of, Smith. Of Joseph Smith? Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. It dates all the way back to the source. Mm. Uh, apparently... A number of fundamentalist Mormon communities moved south of the U.S.-Mexico border after the LDS Church, uh, Church of Latter-day Saints, barred polygamous marriages in 1890. It was a big deal. Like All these Mormons were like, what? So they That's went, why I signed up for this. So you wait, know? They're, they're going down there to be polygamists? Yes. Mm. So they because, bring them... Is this a polygamist where there's one guy and loads of wives? Yes. Right, right, right. And I think it's just funny because they're just like, why do you think I'm Mormon? Mm. I'm Mormon so I can you know, shag 13 wives. Mm. How you know, is it quite difficult to kind of like shepherd all your wives down there without? I mean, do they I, kind of? Well, I think what happens, they the probably. Well, I think they probably had like you know one wife because they're only allowed one wife. Then they move down there and oh, then and they then just you, make more wives. Right. Oh. <laughs> I think that's the way it works. <laughs> they they oh. make they make them what in the Snoopy snow cone factory or no, something? I think they just their kids oh, have okay, and right, then they right. marry their like cousins. <laughs> I think yeah. is how it works. I see. Although, actually, a lot of these Mormon communities that moved there mm-hmm. assimilated into Mexican culture and took on Mexican wives. So right. a lot of them, like, I mm-hmm. think and that's probably what happened with Romney's family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so polygamy apparently was banned. Like, the U.S. declared it illegal um, in, eight, in 1857. And so the Mormons kept doing it. But it was, like, illegal, but not federally enforced. Is it still mm-hmm. illegal now? No. I, well, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. But it's not enforced federally. So it's kind of mm. like the marijuana laws. It's a very hard culture to resist in terms what, of polygamy? assimilation. No, not polygamy. <laughs> uh, although maybe, I don't know. Uh, just like, you know, Latin culture. Yeah. You know, it's like if you go down there. But, I mean, even if you're just a fucking, you know, drug addict, uh, you know, give it three months and you'll be at your drug dealer's daughter's quinceañera. You yeah, know, well, you're I going think it's to, pervasive. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like you're... You're playing and, in a mariachi band. It's a I, very, yeah. But isn't one of their things, too, they proselytize and try to convert mm. people? So I think by becoming a part of the community, it's easier to get them into the fold. 
we're talking about me- Mexicans, Mormons. Mormons. Mexicans. Yeah, oh, Mormons. I was talking I about think, Latin. Oh, culture. Latin. But yeah, I, yeah. that's what I'm saying with these mm. Mormons that go mm. down there. It's like they mm. embrace the community, become part of it, and then oh, they're like, I see. "Yeah, come on, mm. be a Mormon, just mm. like us. You can have multiple wives." Mm. You know, so that <clears throat> so that's what happened. Like in uh, 1890, uh, the Church of Latter Day Saints formally outlawed the practice in a document labeled the Manifesto. And a manifesto came out, and they're like, "No more polygamy." So a bunch of these groups are like, "Yeah, fuck that." Mm. And, and they they, they, they pretty much had to, or the U.S. government was like, "We're gonna fucking kill you." Well, that's the, well, yeah. Mexico actually. <laughs> why did the U.S. government? Why was it so against polygamy? I mean, what, what's the sort of what's the big deal? That you know, it's a religious. Mm. Yeah, that bitch is a religious mm. law, but I think. Oh, well, it's. I mean, it's bigamy. It's it's, it's bigamy. You. It's big it's of all bigamy. of us. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what I think. I mean, they banned so. bigamy, and I think yeah. that's kind of what it is. Um, but in Mexico is also bigamy is illegal, but they were like, eh, you know, wait, it's, wait, it's wait, fine. what's bigamy? What's it's poly- having multiple wives. But you just said they're po- polygamy. Are you been saying bigamy the whole time? No, it's polygamy. Is po- the po- polygamy wives. is the act of having multiple wives? Bigamy is like the colloquial term for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Translation. But they in Congress. I they only actually, said it just so I could do that joke. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But in Congress, they actually had the anti-bigamy act. The Moral uh, Anti-Bigamy Act. And that's what led the church to be like, okay, no, party's over. Right, right, We're right. done with that. Anti-Polygamy Act is a bit of a mouthful, so. Yeah, yeah so I it's anti-bigamy. Yeah. So anyway, what happened, LeBaron family moved down, and uh, the father, the patriarch, Alma Dyer LeBaron, he founded the Church of the Firstborn. So that was the first church. And uh, they split off into separate factions, um, and uh, he had when he died, his two sons formed their own churches, and there was like a rivalry that went there. And then uh, one of the sons ended up becoming who we're going to focus on here, Ervil LeBaron, broke away from the rest of the family and founded his church, Church of the Firstborn, Lamb of God. Mm. And that's, that became like a sect, basically a cult, a sect driven by warp doctrines, and including the central belief in the blood atonement. What's that? Uh, blood atonement ba- basically gives you uh, a religious right to commit murder. Because you're doing murder for God, and it's it's specifically yeah. it was written it was part of the mainstream Mormon Church until the fifties I think yeah. or something, but it was basically because Joseph Smith, the founder of Mormonism, was like fucking shot and beaten to death by like an angry mob. Mm. So after that, they wrote the the Blood Atonement, where it's meant like we can always get revenge by killing uh, non Mormons. Just yeah. for like laughs, or Seems even reasonable. even mm. regular Mormons that mm. disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, Irvin heretics. Did. Yeah, really? heretics. So you you announce them as a heretic. So do they go around killing anyone then? I mean, they did. Irvin uh, um, LeBaron uh, claimed the lives. They say between killed a bunch 30 of settlers people. too in the West. Wait, uh, that 30 was, people. That was before. That was, that was before. like in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. yeah. So are they killing these people in America or Mexico? I lost track. Both. Both. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Utah, Colorado. They love it. Um, so yeah. So Alma Dyer. The father here, he founded the church of uh, the church of the firstborn. Then his son Joel, when he died, his son Joel um, took over as a successor, and he fi- founded the church of the firstborn of the fullness of times. That was his church. Mm-hmm. And so while he was there, Ervil was his second command. Ervil was his younger brother, and he was second command. But Ervil decided that. Uh, you know what? We got to bring blood atonement into the situation. Mm-hmm. Like it's not true Mormonism without yeah, you blood atonement. Yeah. I mean, really. And so that required a sinner yeah. must have their blood shed in order for them to have a place in heaven. Mm-hmm. So it justifies murdering your opponents. Can you bloodshed without killing, or is it just? Uh, no, you have to. You have to murder. You have to murder them. Yeah, and then they go to heaven. Yep. And uh, then, then they're so you're able doing to go them a heaven. favor, basically. Well, that's what he said. He goes. He, Ir- Irvil LeBaron told his followers that God was telling him 
to murder his rivals in order to give mm. them blood atonement to allow them into heaven oh, because yeah. they're shedding their blood. That's that's the way. Herbal mm. like Herbal was just a classic cult leader. I mean, he claimed he had celestial visions. He his followers called him a prophet, and then he would just like say, "This person needs to die in order to get to heaven." So let's you're helping him out by mm. killing him, and his uh, and he had like a whole crew of murderers. I think like, he yeah. looks like a fucking Chrysler salesman or something. I put up a picture of him a second ago. Was he also? Yeah. Did he also have like multiple wives as well? I mean, that's always kind of a classic cult leader. He had move. thirteen wives, and 13 he had a whole wives. like, and Ooh. he had a whole I don't know gaggle of sons mm. that to commit wow. all these murders. So according to his logic, those murdered by LeBaron and his followers committed a sin against a sin that God could not forgive when they refused to accept LeBaron as their prophet or disagreed with him or his Church of the Firstborn Lamb of God. So, I mean, that's not even uncommon, though, because the church, like what you were saying before, the Mormon church had a secret execution squad that would eliminate those who differed with their beliefs. And in the early days, like this is probably who killed for Brigham Brigham Young, they had a group called the Danites that would just go and kill apostates. Mm. So anyone who disagreed with the church, they would murder and they would, I mean, they would massacre people. So Ervil kind of took this on himself and was just like, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have our own cult here. And the Danites, of course, were founded by uh, Dan in Accounts Payable. Yeah, Dan in Accounts like, Payable. No, maybe we should like start a, a murder militia <laughs> part of our thing. So Ervil began his church, and he split from his brother's church. And his first thing was like, yeah, we gotta kill a, we gotta kill the brother. God told me in one of my visions that Joel, his brother, needs to die. So he orchestrated the murder of his brother as the first victim of the blood atonement policy. Hmm. And part of the reason, so first of all, the brother didn't want to do blood atonement, but the main reason why he had him killed is because his brother wanted to use this uh, ranch known as Los Molinos as another part of, for the church. Irvin wanted to develop it as a resort oh. and make some money off of it. Hmm. Yeah, and I think they, uh, this, that that's what kind of led to this major dispute. And uh, yeah, he ended up like having uh, his followers confront Joel beat him and then shoot him to death hmm. wow he was never charged with the at first he was charged in a mexican court but then they just decided that uh, they didn't have enough evidence to convict him so they released him also they realized he had 40 dollars on him <laughs> yeah so they, was, he couldn't they, pay they, them they off the charges he could pay that. off the federales yeah, yeah. so, yeah. wait, so we, is this c- connected to why the mexicans killed them all? i mean now we're thinking well, these mm, cartel people part of it that's, this I mean, is my theory on it we're, yeah. we're getting to that part so ervil after he killed his brother, thought Church of the Firstborn is going to reign supreme mm. over everyone. But instead, like a lot of people didn't flock to his side. So then he started like writing all these pamphlets and books, insisting that he is the Mormon one, mighty and strong. And that's what God's supposed to put, put forth on the earth as a mighty and strong Mormon. And that's him. He's God's representative on, of, on earth, and he decides who should live and die. Right. And so he published this uh, pamphlet called The Message to a, to a Covenant People. And he says, to disregard and walk over my authority is an act of treason against heaven that carries a death penalty in this world. Mm. And so people believed it. And so uh, his younger brother was like, we got to stop my brother. And so then Ervil's like, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to kill my brother now. And so mm. he's going to kill his youngest, his youngest brother as well. And I guess he, um, what he did is he had a, a, several of his followers go to where his brother was, uh, was hiding here. And uh, he staged, this is in Molinas, he staged, uh, he was trying to flush him out. He had 25 of his group, part of the Church of the Firstborn Lamb of God, went in, firebombed, shot the town, killed 17 people. Hmm. All Mormons. Because, yeah, it's blood atonement. 
By the you way, know, Benedict, you're not considering going against my teachings, are you? I, I hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've considered it, but okay. I'm, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking, re revising that thought okay, pretty good. quickly. Okay, yeah. good, good, yeah. good. Did you yeah. find a video of Ervil the Baird's daughter? I did. And so she wrote a book, actually. Yeah. She wrote a man of, uh, it was like a memoir. Of course she did. Really? Yeah, she wrote a memoir about, you know, mm. growing up. You with, might as well uh, cash in on this kind of thing. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Actually, I, 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 I think if I played it, we couldn't, um, I wouldn't be able to hear, hear it. it or something, you know? Oh, unfortunately. Um, oh, no, you know what? We can't he wait. She wrote a no, memoir. We could, we could, she wrote a memoir in 2017 called "The Polygamist." Yeah, we Daughter. can hear it. Why not? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Play a clip from it. So she claims Father, that uh, they saw him as a celestial prophet. He was their celestial children. They did mm. anything he wanted. Mm. My father was the leader of the group of people, the cult that I was born into. And even though we were taught that we were celestial children, you would think that that would earn us some favorable treatment, but it didn't. He was not around, and so he wasn't there to kind of oversee how his children are being treated. You're raised in an environment that's filled with fear, um, chaos, insecurity. <laughs> I look back now. Okay. So he had the other playing wives. like the the instrumental intro, intro to like right yeah, now by yeah, Red Van Halen or something. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Underneath that, mm. uh, so he it's had like uplifting music. It's mm. got it's weird. You know. It's introspective. Mm. He had thirteen wives and more than fifty children. Mm. So yeah, that's how we controlled the you know members of his church and would get them to do. I mean, it was easy for him to control them and get them to do whatever he wanted because he's the one mighty and strong prophet mm. that's going to free them. And so uh, part of his thing is. When he moved to Mexico, he was going to every small polygamous sect that was near there and was saying, you need to switch your allegiance to the Church of the Lamb of God and tithe accordingly. So you have to give charity to him. So if people weren't making their monthly payments, he would send out, the, he would send out his group, his kids, oh to go my. and burn their homes down. Mm. I mean, this guy was a mob boss. Yeah. So he was basically breeding an army of, of kind of mm. soldiers. Well, you know, essentially, that's what they called him the media at the time, this is in the 70s, called him the Mormon Manson, because he mm. would just like tell members of his cult, mostly his children, to go out and murder people. Sounds like he's He didn't do it himself, though. Bigger scale than Manson, though. I mean, this guy's... This well, I mean, I think he might have a higher death count. Can you imagine our father? I, I kind of can like instructing us to burn somebody's house down yeah so, I do. all right so I, I need you guys to go and um you know if if he's not home i still want you to burn the house down <laughs> fire bomb <clears throat> i yeah your dad tells you to do something you gotta you know yeah you gotta do it mm -hmm. for the family mm -hmm. so he uh ordered the death of his pregnant teenage daughter <laughs> killed his teenage daughter Oof. um mm. uh, there's a couple that wanted to leave the cult he had them murdered and they took their houseboat because he wanted their houseboat um, he murdered well, another he murdered, very nice houseboat yeah. he murdered this guy Robert Simons the leader of another small polygamous sect in Utah because Ervil wanted to marry one of his wives so he just had him murdered it's kind of it's kind of biblical Think King David do that um, my favorite my, well my favorite murder <laughs> one of my favorite murders that he did here uh, was of a uh, polygamous leader named Rulon Allred this is Dr. Rulon Allred. Yeah. He got a note before he was murdered that read, Repent ye, therefore, or suffer destruction at the hand of God. 
There shall be left neither root nor branch. Repent immediately. Mm. He was supposed to be, he wasn't paying his tithes. That's exactly so what he, Andrew served that guy with the other day. That is, yeah, that is what it said. Yeah. Is, is that what you wrote? Yeah. That's <laughs> repent what I wrote, huh? immediately. Yeah. You should start doing that. I should, yeah. Actually, I wonder if you did that, if you dressed up as like a Mormon, like a white shirt. I honestly tie. thought about doing it. And just walk as, around with a Bible? Just so I could hang around on the street and not... People yeah, and, and people yeah. would because I mean, you kind just of like short if you're wearing sleeve. that Satan shirt, you know, if yeah. you're wearing a Baphomet sigil yeah. in your shirt. Well, normally I dress like a delivery guy, but it wouldn't have worked, so you know. <laughs> but I don't know if you get that note, like, what do you like, you know, what would you do if you got that note? Just be like, did you, I would did you order fresh directs? Is this yeah. what, what, what's going on, you know? So, what he did is he convinced his 18 year old mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. and his stepdaughter. To go and kill Rulon Allred, mm. and so they uh, they shot him, mm. like in his uh, in his office, the you know, doctor's office. Mm. And by doing that, because his uh, Rulon Allred was really close friends with his brother Verlin, mm. Verlin would show up at the uh, funeral. Up with these names, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, Verlin would show up at his funeral, and they'd kill Verlin too. Oh my god! Because he's been trying to kill fucking... his brother for a long time. Turned out nobody ever thought of that before, huh? Yeah. Well, mm. it turned yeah. out uh, the uh, he ended up murdering him, and. Mm. Uh, that the funeral, I guess, there were a lot of cops, so that his daughters couldn't kill his brother mm. as well. He ended up actually getting tried uh, for that crime, though. He got convicted mm. of uh, the, the crime of mur- ordering the murder of Rulon Allred. So he was <laughs> sentenced to life in prison in 1980. And so he actually died in prison at the age of 56 in 1981. But Merlin his- just kind of sounds like a hillbilly Merlin. Oh, wow. I wonder yeah. if he is, like a, mm. like a redneck mm. wizard. Mm. Um, but so while he was in jail prior to his death in 1981 he wrote a book called the book of the new covenant which is basically 500 pages of a hit list disguised as scripture Hmm. and in it he just listed everybody that needed to die Hmm. and he ordered all of his uh, children to carry out his directives and so when he he published this book gave it to his wives and for years after his death they just were going down the list Hmm. killing everybody wow so yeah so you know while he's incarcerated he was still ordering deaths you know, from prison. He also contained a list of who should succeed him as a cult leader. So, yeah. So, experts, uh, you know, estimate that the group probably killed about 30 people in California, Utah, Texas, Colorado, and Mexico. Wow. And so, that's, that's the thing. His progeny are the people that uh, were murdered um, just no last way. week. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the Liber- they're members of the LeBaron family. And it's interesting because as I was doing some research about this guy, trying to find out about it, you see all these like Mormon sites and Mormon news sites are just like, these people were hmm. not descendants Who of Irv- he? Irv- yeah. LeBaron. We have no idea about this. They weren't, you know, involved in any kind of like crime, you know, uh, feud with the cartel. Hmm. And they were trying to like really step away and distance themselves hmm. from the violent past of the LeBaron family. But if you read, if you read through it, Members of his family committed murders for years after he died. Um, they also were uh, arrested for uh, um, uh, dealing with weapons. His daughter's kind of hot. Or is it his daughter? Uh, yeah. Let's see a picture of her. Yeah. Um, one of his, uh, mm. one, in 2009, Eric LeBaron was kidnapped by drug traffickers. And they actually had to lobby the government to secure his release. And one of his brothers spoke out about it, and they <clears throat> murdered his brother. Why would they kidnap this kid? If it wasn't, if there wasn't some kind of drug rivalry, mm. you know, they, I'm guaranteed I think something here. This is guaranteed. I this family did kind of investigative journalism. This well, is, yeah. yeah, it's always unfounded theories. Right, yeah. But guaranteed, this family had to do something to provoke this type of ire. Because mm. who's going to go shoot? 
you know, a, a convoy full of like women yeah. and children. Well, we live in an age now where um, all serious crimes are solved by podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's, that everybody's a fucking amateur detective, yeah. you know. Yeah, you we should do go- Le Baron serial as a separate. We should yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, go. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's yeah. That's that's what happens. This now. American you life solve crimes on Reddit. Or NPR. Mm. Um, so the LDS Church, though, had devoured over LeBaron's movement decades ago. But they did express sadness over the killings on Monday. But they're saying, you know, that this, this was a mistake. Like, the cartel mistakenly identified them as another rival group. But I don't know. I think... And I also have heard that the... I think it was on a f- fucking stupid Vice video or something. But that the Mormons down there are actually fighting with the cartel. I mean, I, I, I think Herbal LeBaron yeah. did. Mm. And I'm, I'm sure uh, as the cartel was growing in rank mm. and number, I think mm. they were like, like, why would we let you control this portion of Mexico? Yeah, yeah. You know, as a border town too. But mm. who knows? But yeah, this guy was like the Mormon Manson. I'm just surprised mm. I never heard of this dude before. Mm. Anyway, people, this is episode 712 here is Sick and Wrong. We have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later in the show. We actually hear from some people who haven't called the show in quite some time. Mm. Uh, before we get to that, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So first story we have here has to do with a senior French official accused of drugging women to watch them urinate. What's, um, what's remarkable okay. <laughs> about this story is that this guy's like a, you know, he's a congressman in the French government. Like he's a right. government official. If this happened in the U.S., they don't even have to be guilty of the crime. This person's name would be all over the media. Forever tainted, career done. There's some kind of weird law in Europe. Because remember all the German stories we do? It's like, this person committed murder. Their name is... Yeah, you like know, Hansel S. Hans S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like they don't even tell the full name. Yeah. Reportedly, he's... he's uh, you know, suspected of initiating the Holocaust. His name is Adolf H. But if he's convicted, mm. then are they like, okay, yeah, mm. they, then they then they can publicize his name all they want? I don't know. I don't, yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's really But apparently strange. that's how it is in, in France. I don't know if it's mm. like a Europe, like an all of EU, Europe thing or yeah, what. Who knows? So five women claim yeah. that during a job interview, Christian N. Mm. offered them a cup of tea and then invited them on a long walking tour of sites near the cultural ministry of Paris. Hmm. Um, so he's been charged with sexual assault and drug offenses for drugging women with diuretics to hmm. make them urinate in front of him. Oh. Yeah. Um, he's a former human resources director in the culture ministry, and he's accused of preying on over 200 women between 2009 and 2018. Wow. You know, the, the piss fetish is a weird one. It is a weird one. I've never, that's never been my thing. I have mm. been pissed on mm. several times. I had a girl, you know, I dated a girl that was just mm. into doing that. She sure. was just into like, she wanted, mm. you know, in a bathtub scenario usually, because I don't have rubber sheets. Yeah. 
But I'd lay down in the bathtub, and she would kind of just stand on top of me mm. and just piss all over my chest. Mm-hmm. And I remember like thinking, it's kind of hot, I guess, but it's not. I don't. Know, I think she was getting off on it a lot more right. than me. Yes, but I don't get it. What What do you think the deal is with that? I mean, it's, it's a degradation thing. Oh, it's a humiliation. I think so. You know, I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, uh, it's because it's like pissing on somebody is like you know worse than like spitting on somebody, right? Like Shiza is a totally different story. That's mm-hmm. hot. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but I, I guess that's what it is. It's you're mm-hmm. humiliating someone. Mm-hmm. She's probably getting off on humiliating right. this uh, weird, you know, tiny Jewish man in the bathtub. Yep. She was also a lot taller than me too. Mm-hmm. She was like, I think she was like five eleven or six mm-hmm. foot. Did she? She want? I bet you she wanted you to drink it. I bet she wanted to like just move up, move One it up notch. like half a foot, six <laughs> just inch. move up yeah, a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, yeah, yeah, you know, I'd, uh, that's probably uh, what she wanted. Yeah, and sometimes she'd slap me with a used tampon. Mm. Not, no, I'm joking. <laughs> that never happened. But yeah, I never mm. got that. Got got. I never like really understood the mm. appeal of the urine fetish. But if you go on like Pornhub, tons of videos of girls peeing. Oh sure. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. So it's not really into. I've never been into it. Have you ever, you ever been into it? No. It's never been a thing? No. You ever been pissed on? Yes. Yes. Have you ever pissed on a girl? Yes. I've done that and before, too. And on request. Yeah. It's, it's I don't not like, something I would yeah. say I wanted to it's No, like, I, I, don't I have really no care. interest in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's weird. I aim to please. But this guy definitely mm. has mm. the urination fetish. Mm. And uh, he uses... You know, a lot of deceptive practices to get women to urinate here. And it's weird. He work. He's got. He's like a, what a diplomat or some bullshit. No, he's like a. He was a human resources director in mm. the culture ministry. You think he'd make enough money that he could just you know hire a prostitute, lay Craigslist or whatever, and they have in uh, France. You know, and don't just, you go down to like the tunnels yeah. underneath the River Seine and you just see the yeah. the working women hanging out. <laughs> Yes. Isn't, that how, isn't that what Henry Miller used to do? I believe it is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's still like that. Mm. Go to the Bastille and just go find one. Let me tell you about her ass. <laughs> mm. um, they have Merkins on. But yeah, I don't know why the guy would do that. Instead, I think part of the surprise, though, is he wanted to humiliate these women who were interviewing for, mm. for jobs. So does it make you just piss yourself, like, regardless of where you are? Like, no control, these drugs? Sort of. Like, mm. so... He's been charged with sexual assault by a person abusing his position of authority, violent conduct by a public servant, administering Mm. a harmful substance, and violation of privacy. Um, I guess apparently this this affair has caused a lot of embarrassment for the culture ministry. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm sure a lot of those guys. I'm sure he was sharing these videos with some of the other friends he worked with, some of his coworkers. So what he did... Yeah, this is quite a French scandal. Yeah, (laughs) a huge (laughs) scandal. Um, yeah, it's called Tuesday. Not surprised that a French mm. government official be into pee. Mm. Seems like something to be into. Um, we're all about love there. All about amour. So uh, five women described how during a job interview, Christian mm. N. offered them a cup of tea and then invited them on a long walking tour uh, of sites near the cultural ministry in Paris. You know this guy had timed everything out. Mm. He probably slipped the diuretic into their coffee or tea. Mm. And then he knows within like 20 minutes, these girls are going to have an insatiable mm. desire to urinate. So and what does he, he do when they run into the bathroom? He just like puts his ear on the door and like... Not quite. Oh. So what he does during the walkabout, which I'm mm. sure he had already like predetermined everywhere. He mm. probably mapped it out knowing exactly where he's going to take them and yeah. exactly when the girl's going to urinate. Mm. 
Uh, during the walkabout, they become seized with a sudden crippling desire to urinate, hmm. whereupon Christian would then take them to the banks of the Cien River and offer to shield them from view with his coat while they relieve themselves under the bridge. Mm-hmm. And, you okay. know, the whole time he's just taping it, mm. like he's recording it on his phone. Holy shit. Yeah, he had like uh, hundreds of videos. Yeah. So he's recording this thing on the, on the, on the phone while these girls are urinating yeah. in the River Sien, which is weird to me because wouldn't, wouldn't you feel weird if you're on a job interview and suddenly you had to pee? Wouldn't you be like, I got to find a bathroom? Yeah. Like, would you just do this? Do what? Urinate in, a, in the banks of the river no, while of this guy's not. shielding you with no. his coat. Well, I mean, that would be weird if it happened. <laughs> like, this guy me. is the guy yeah. you're interviewing. Yeah, with yeah. you, uh, it would be pretty odd. Yeah. But I'm just amazed that these women are like, all right, not a big deal. It's Europe. They got different, you know, they're like, hey. I guess mm. there's different social mores there. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I would be like, this is very atypical of a job interview scenario. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so he would record them while they're urinating them urinating by the river under the bridge and he Mm. would uh record the whole thing and block them from view with his coat one of the women said that she spent four days in the hospital with a urinary tract infection after the encounter Mm. that's kind of weird i don't don't know what is this uh, drug he gives them well that's what it says uh he had spiked the women's drinks with a powerful diuretic okay i I don't know sure i you know i know there's x-lax to make Mm. you uh have diarrhea or, uh, uh, but I don't know what you use mm. to cause someone to, uh, to urinate. Right. Horse piss pills? I have no idea. Horse piss plus. Horse yeah. piss plus. You can get That's it at the vitamin is. store. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's accused of secretly mm. recording video and snapping pictures of women's legs under the desk while using his mobile phone. Mm. Apparently, some women couldn't even hold it and would wet themselves. There were, there were four different it. chemicals to, for this purpose. Oh, that can make you yep. just... But how soon? Like, is it a half an hour, 20 minutes? Is it two minutes? Like, five minutes? I don't... You know, I wonder how quick... How fast 20, acting it is. Probably 20 minutes, if I had to guess. Well, some of these mm. girls would urinate their... You know, in their pants. Like, they would have an accident, and he oh. would videotape that, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, after catching him in the act, the ministry reported him to the police. So that means they went mm. undercover... They probably had a woman go in there to be interviewed, and then she pissed herself. How did like, it, like if if you're a woman, you're on this job interview, and the, whatever that happens, like what makes you be like all of a sudden he must have given me a piss drug or something? Because this seems like I don't. Would you even know that these things existed unless you were like seventy years old or something? You know? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't, I would never have thought about that. Mm. But I think what happened is uh, one of the women went to went to the police and the police mm. started investigating they're like oh wow here's five women with the exact same story mm. <laughs> and so then they're like i wonder mm. why they had to urinate so much and then they realized like this guy's obviously giving them some type of diuretic mm. um so after catching him in the act they did a sting operation they attacked him mm. or they caught him in the act the ministry then reported him to the police so the that that is insane too mm. so instead of like the women going directly to the police and reporting this guy the ministry did their own investigation, probably to try to mm. keep it under wraps. Um, but they reported him to the police, and when they uh, seized his computer, they found a list, mm. a like meticulously updated list here, of over 200 women that he had targeted, along with photographs and lurid descriptions of the women urinating in front of him. It's just like Holland Oates said, your piss is on my list, you know? Your piss, your piss is on my list. That's right. 
I can't resist that mm. hot piss. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this guy mm. kept an Excel document <laughs> with the women, a picture of the women, and a description yeah. of them urinating. That like, sounds like the type of highly organized person I'd want working in my cultural <laughs> ministry. <laughs> You know, that's yeah. the thing, too. It's like I never really understood people that are that in. I guess I don't really have any kind of crazy fetishes, but that's mm. a lot of work mm. to, like, you know, mm. up maintain this list, this database of all mm. the women who have peed for you and then, like, update it. But, I mean, that's what he gets off on. I've never ever. And I always, like, every now and then I'm like, one day I'm going to, like, organize all my porn, <laughs> like, na naming conventions. I've never done it. I'll no, never do I mean, it. I, why know? would you? Mm. Yeah. Uh, he was suspended and fired in 2018, then fired three months later. Um, mm. He did admit to drugging 10 or 20 women and said that he wished he had just mm. stopped doing that earlier. <laughs> I wish I would have just stopped doing it. Once I realized I was having a problem with this. Mm. Um, here, I imagine they would probably send you some kind of like sex, you know, sexual treatment or something. You, you know what's funny? Quick aside. I was talking to uh, my roommate in college. Who I hadn't talked to him in a couple of years. Um, Chuck, he's a good guy. Mm. Um, he's kind of like the polar opposite of me. Mm. Engineer, Republican. Mm. But we we got along well. Like we were kind of randomly assigned in college and then just kind of he's like a hunter. Like I don't even think he eats vegetables. But we we're like completely opposite, but we just became good friends. Okay. And you know, over the years I haven't seen him in probably ten years. He's you know, he's got like three kids now or something. But we still every now and then uh chat. He's one of those guys, and I think this is like I don't think this happens very often anymore. He graduated college. Same job, worked his way up. Now he's an owner. He's been the same job for like 20 years. Okay. And he's like an owner of this company. Mm. We're talking about Trump. He does actually kind of strongly dislikes Trump, mm. even though he did vote for him because he said he couldn't vote for a Democrat and he has to vote. Okay. But he voted for Trump, but he, he, he hates Trump and he thinks he's like making a mockery of the, uh, the position. But anyway, we're talking about it, uh, the tax cut, and he was like, dude, he goes, for someone like me, he's like, because it's amazing how much uh, money we save and mm. how much he's like my bonus went from $15,000 a year now to like 35 mm. because of this he's like yeah we were taxed at like 48% now we're taxed at 20 as um, I don't think he was taxed at 48% Something, he said they were taxed okay. like in the 40s though I don't I don't know. That. That's what they were before. Okay. He's like, but now they're mm. making all this money. But anyway, we're talking about, he goes, so. Well, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. But he was saying, he was saying, he's like, what? He goes, and it's, he goes, it's cool. I'm getting this mm. money, but what the fuck do I need this money for? Mm. It's like, I don't need this. He's like, we kind of give it, give bonuses to our employees. Mm. He's like, we're a mid-sized company. So think about a company like fucking Disney or something. Like these guys mm. are making like, you're, you're probably making like $200 million. Mm. Zero. But anyway, we was telling me about uh, this past week, there was a guy that worked, uh, he hired him too, he was one of his managers, masturbating in his cube. Mm. Just full on, like three in the afternoon, mm. in his cube, full view of everyone else, just pulled his dick out and was masturbating. Mm. And so people are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what'd you do? Did you have to fire him for that? And he's like, well, we sent him to uh, sex, sexual therapy counseling. He was uh, given a leave of absence, a medical leave okay. of like four months. He's like, he went through a whole treatment plan that we paid for. I feel like normally you get fired. I, I would feel think like so too. any other company you get fired. I don't know what's going on. This there, guy went through a whole treatment yeah. plan. He came back mm. and then he got a new job. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, could you imagine that? Mm. Like, would you, I mean, Whatever. I mean, I understand people masturbate. I'd prefer the guy to do it in his car or mm -hmm. something if he has to do it in public. But would you want to work with that person again? No. Like, I would, I would have, I definitely mm. wouldn't shake his hand. No. You know? 
Uh, but anyway, this guy here, they fired him, the piss pervert. They fired him. Uh, the culture minister, Frank Reister, uh, who's been is who's uh, succeeded him in this post now, said he was floored by what he called the crazy case of a piss pervert. Hmm. So, yeah, this guy's a piss pervert. Uh, one of his accusers who worked at the ministry claimed she'd been warned about him for years before he was sacked. Hmm. Um, they also reported that another alleged victim had written to two former ministers, both women, to complain about the behavior but received no reply. Hmm. So this was like a known, you know, a known abuse. Like this guy, had, they knew about him. People had complained about him. They just never acted on it. Sure, yeah. So anyway, they caught him. Hmm. Who knows what they're going to do with all the urination videos? Hmm. Do, you, do you just destroy them? Do you keep them as evidence? Um, Are they going to leak to the internet? Who knows? Yeah. You might get to see him. What do you have here for the second story? All right. Russia's greatest Napoleonic reenactor was found drunk in a river with the severed arms of his lover in his backpack. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Is that a police song? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I could hear Sting mm. belting out one. How often do you listen to the police? Never. I know. Yeah. They're like one of those bands. As soon as they come on the radio, it's like, yep. Gotta shut that off. Not a, not a fan. No. Yeah. I don't really get Sting, you know? I just don't really get him. You know, the, mm. the reason I kind of hate Sting mm. is that I read something, well, other than the fact mm. that he's like, I do tantric sex and yeah. have sex for nine hours. It's yeah. like, all right, sure. Yeah. But the other thing I read about him is he was talking about his children mm. and his children, or he was just like, yeah, you know, I don't want to set up a trust fund for them. Yeah. They need to, he's like, I'll pay for their school, but they need to make their own lives. Mm. So could you imagine being his kid? I'd be pissed Would off. Would you be like, fuck you, you yeah, fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. Your shitty songs. Yeah. You know, you can fucking give me some money. How many millions of dollars that guy have? Tens of millions of dollars. Fucking uh, bullshit. Well, Sunday was to have been the day when Oleg Sokolov, in full Napoleonic costume, would take his life in spectacular fashion at St. Petersburg's Peter and Paul Fortress. A lot of questions about that sentence there. Yeah, a lot of stuff there. there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot Full Napoleonic costume, huh? Yeah. Now, that's a weird fetish, I bet. Dead, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, oh, man. Uh, yeah, so instead, having been fished out of the Moika River early Saturday morning with a backpack containing a woman's severed arms. Okay. And he was wearing his Napoleon outfit? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm Only show in it. Russia. Yeah. And, of course, I have a, um, a picture of him in his Napoleonic outfit there he kind of looks like i don't know what the fuck he looks like kind of like donald trump fucked mr bean or something <laughs> i'm not really sure um but uh yeah a picture of this guy yeah so uh he was in the uh hospital still very much alive but recovering from hypothermia and facing a murder charge facing a murder charge yeah. The 63-year-old Sokolov is an assistant professor of history and one of Russia's most prominent scholarly reenactors of the Napoleonic Wars. Wow. Yeah. And so this guy is in like some kind of historical society. Uh-huh. And he's a professor. He's a professor of history, yeah. You know this dude has some weird fetishes. Yes. If he's got, like, he probably has 
several Napoleon costumes. Yes. And you know this must be like a weird sex thing. Yeah. All right. So when I call you Josephine, you take the chamber pot, <laughs> you bring it over here, you know. And just piss all over my face. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like a whole fucking thing. Um, <clears throat> okay. Okay, Grogby. Just if somebody did a joke here on the chat. Where does Napoleon keep his armies? In his backpackies. In his backpackies. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Okay. It's right. good. Some yeah. A-list material. You should write yeah. that down for your type five. Yeah, I should, definitely. That'll really, yeah. that'll really <laughs> have some slay, context there. Slay the crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the arms in the backpack are thought to be those of one of his students, 24-year-old Anastasia Yeschenko whose hmm. dismembered and decapitated body was found in Sokolov's apartment just a few houses down from where he was hauled out of the water, drenched and intoxicated. Wow, so you yeah. just wasted on vodka, wearing his Napoleon yeah. outfit mm -hmm. and with a backpack of arms. That's right. That's weird. It's great. Um, yeah, so Sokolov's lawyer told, uh, said that he has confessed to the murder a crime of St. Petersburgian passion that has parallels to Dostoevsky's novel Crime and Punishment, The Use of an Axe, and to the 1916 assassination of the mad monk Grigory Rasputin with its denouement in the city's dark interior waterways. I don't recall Raskalkinov dressed as Napoleon and then uh, trying to getting wasted and trying to dispose of like the his mm. victim's arms in a river. I, did, How did, did that he, happen? What did he do with the body? And what I think he left it. Oh, he left it. Yeah, okay. Raskalkinov killed the person well, just left it. Well, he left, left some of it. Yeah, you I know? guess he left some of so, it. And he used an axe. I think there's, and, and you and know he used an axe just axe. because yeah. of that, you know? He probably did. Because this is what happens when history, like when professors of literature and history like do, you know? It's like an ode like to and, this murder. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, have like, to, yeah. Oh they, my God. Yeah, yeah. Because it has to come down to like the minutia. Mm. You know, he's yeah. got to have all the details. Mm. Yeah. Like, did you, in my, you know, in my spree killing, maybe the eagle-eyed among you could spot my various nods to David Foster Wallace <laughs> or whatever, you know? Like, this has got to be the most annoying yeah, no, bullshit. That, that is some annoying bullshit. Yeah. Who was this girl to mm. him? Was this, like, his lover, girlfriend or something? Yeah, a student that he started fucking... How old is this man? 63 years old. She was 24. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's why... See, that's... High five. That is one weird thing that's about crazy. The, the Me Too movement is that it's, like... Now there's literally no reason to be a professor. <laughs> like, that was it. That was, that really, was the only reason, you know? yeah. Because it ain't the money. Because yeah, you're you. in contact yeah. with these 24-year-old kids mm. that just revere you, mm -hmm. come to your office mm. hours. Though I don't believe this is a different river than... Because I believe Rasputin was found in the Voltava River, if, I, if my uh, yeah, memory think, serves me right. So. But he, he was butchered, though, wasn't he? Uh, well, yeah, he was poisoned fucking stabbed did they chop his dick off i think after he died how oh, after he yeah. Died, yeah like you know uh like rich, they do. ritually shamed yeah uh thrown in a shot thrown oh, in yeah, the river yeah, yeah. you know so hashtag canceled all sorts <laughs> of things to him they did uh yeah so there might be a little bit of edgar Allan poe in there too Sokolov told investigators that he shot Yeschenko in a fit of rage on Thursday, then entertained guests on Friday while her body lay in a room behind a closed door. Hmm. Yeah. 
After they left, he apparently decided to dismember and dispose of the remains. He told police that the task made him physically ill and he drank heavily to keep himself at it. So wait, he, he, uh, the dismemberment caused him to like uh, have a bit yeah. of a stomach ache mm-hmm. there. Well, I mean, if you think about it, mm. it is rather grisly. I don't, I don't think I'd probably be barfing. So mm. he's like, so he just started drinking vodka. Next thing you know, he's just got the arms, decapitated head. He's like, I guess I'll just have to take it out one at a time. Yeah. You know, backpack full of arms. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, apparently he... Decided to you know, dismember and dispose. Uh, he might have jumped into the moika, which is shallow enough to stand in when the backpack didn't sink, or he might have been so drunk that he toppled in accidentally. I mean, so wait, he yeah. was just planning on throwing the backpack. Did he weight the backpack down? I don't know. Doesn't say. God. Yeah. But he called out in ang- anguish, and a pa- passing taxi driver called the police. You know, you'd think in Russia, mm. you could just go you know, take that bag of arms or something and mm. just throw them in like a dumpster and that's kind of commonplace. Yeah. yeah. You would think they would, like here, people would freak out about it. You, you think know, but, you'd just throw it in like Putin's journalist dumpster. Yeah, you know? it's like a dumpster. Yeah. It's like yeah. people die all the time and get sure. chopped up and like eaten. Like they do such horrible things there. I'm surprised yeah. that uh, that he'd have to go dispose of the corpse in the river. Mm-hmm. His plan was to make his way to the Peter and Paul Fortress on Sunday, dressed as Napoleon Bonaparte, to romantically take his own life in front of gaping and undoubtedly awestruck tor- tourists. So. Was he, I wonder what he's, do you think he's going to stab himself with a sword? Because didn't Napoleon have like a, a cutlass? Yeah, they all, all those guys had did. So yeah. what, what, do you think he was going to shoot himself or hang himself? I wonder what he was going to do. How did do, Napoleon die? So he died of syphilis or something? Um, what a banana? How did Napoleon die? The syphilis? Um, he, I think he just died of natural causes on uh, that, that island. island. Yeah, island. Yeah, on the island. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, That's pretty remarkable, though. This guy was going to yeah. be in full Napoleon regalia yes. and then commit suicide in front of everybody. That's right. That, that would have been great. That is amazing. That's that why is, you don't get yeah. drunk when you're trying to dispose of a corpse because right. you're not going to be able to, these plans won't materialize when you're wasted. Yeah. I mean, because it's a great plan. It is a great plan. Fellow students said Yeshchenko lived with Sokolov for some time, but had recently moved out. Photos online show them dancing. She in an empire dress with white gloves past her elbows. He in a glittering uniform decked with gold braid and a red sash pulled tight around his evident paunch. (laughs) They had to add that in there. Yeah, they really just had to oof. What what do you think the deal is with Mm. this girl? She's probably beautiful. Oh, sure. So many Russian women are beautiful. Sure. Maybe they have a different set of morals there or something. Because I think maybe it's not weird or uncommon for a 24-year-old girl to date a 64-year-old man in Russia. I mean, it happens here all the time. You I know? know, but here everybody passes mm. judgment. It's right. like, oh, sugar daddy. And I'm sure they pass judgment stuff. there, too. You think you know? so? I wonder if it's just like that. Eh, it's, it's probably more common, if I had to guess. Yeah. Because if you're 24, you know, your your options are like become a, you know, crocodile-infected stripper. <laughs> you know, or, yeah. or fuck, or start you know, shagging some old the cultural minister, guy. you know, Ivan Tartakovsky or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um... Demonyuk. What is this fucker? Uh, yeah, he called her Isabel after one of the Bonapartes and insisted she call him Sire. 
The, all right, yeah. now, now that's getting pretty devious, and that's pretty like <clears throat> Ren Fair fucking. Yeah, this is they probably did some weird role play sex yeah. stuff, guaranteed, and it's probably like really in the, you know, like I'm I'm Napoleon, and you know, it it you, definitely yeah. I'd say without a doubt this mm. involved the chamber pot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It involved the outfits, the chamber pot, mm. and some, uh, yeah. I would hope... Deviant I, behavior. Yeah, I mean, I would hope she would be Josephine, but I would hope at least once she was Wellington, you know? <laughs> like, that'd be fun. That'd be real fun. Um, bop, bop, bop. They co-wrote two scholarly articles on aspects of Napoleonic history. Wow. You know? Yeah, see? So just like, geeked uh, out about Napoleon here. Yeah. yeah. Just like Jill whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who? I don't know. Never mind. Sokolov had been embroiled in a bitter plagiarism controversy last year with a professor from Moscow and was also accused of assault, assaulting a student who challenged him during one of his lectures. Whoa. Yeah. He was one of those kind of uh, professors. Yeah. And the university really stood by him. about it. The university wow. stood by him. God. Oh, the university yeah. stood by him after you assaulted this... Yep. Wow, yeah, that wouldn't happen here. Yeah. So I wonder what happened. I wonder if <laughs> his other professor accused him of plagiarizing him, and mm. then the 24-year-old professor fucker mm. decides to go and mm. start shagging the other professor now. Mm. I wonder if that led to this murder. I can't imagine ever being so upset about, like, you know, Robespierre that I'd, like, fucking attack somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, that's, well, who knows? But, I mean, yeah. I wonder if this guy, this student was just challenging mm. him. Did you ever have any professors like that in college? That would just like shut someone down. Yes. Yeah, I had a couple. Yeah. I had a, a couple English professors. I love them. That, it's great. Yeah, we had this uh, English professor. Yeah. It was like fantasy literature or something, and he was like, "If one person, he goes, if anyone in this class writes something about Alice in Wonderland and drug references, mm. he's like, you're, I'm going to fail you. Yeah. I don't even want to see it. This guy was like, and he made us read his own books. Right. Like his own textbooks. He was so full of himself. I can't think of his name. Hmm. Rapkin or something like that. There was, I forget what show it was, but it's like it was taking a pottery class and it's like anyone who who tries to comically reenact the scene from Ghost gets an instant <laughs> yeah. F. You're done. Yeah. You're failed. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but they, you know, they stood by him. Wow. Well, so, yeah, I remember I had a, I had a, like a, I think it was a, some kind of drama class or it was like, yeah, some kind of, dramatic studies class and it was mostly we were just like Mayakovsky fucking Chekhov all those motherfuckers yeah. you know all and, Russian like yeah all Russian, Russian. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be but it was like the guy teaching it was like I guess I guess he used to be like a big shot in the Soviet Union like a theater oh, wow. you know because there was a lot of government funded theater shit they were nuts about it and so he was kind of a big deal and then after communism fell he's just like ah so he came to America. Now he's like an adjunct professor, you know, part-time professor. But he was NYU? so... Yeah. yeah. But he's so bitter. And he'd be, he'd be like, he'd be like, uh, you know, you open up a theater section in the newspaper here, you see kits. Kits is not theater. Kits is shit. You do, they don't even have Mayakovsky. And it was like, he just flipped the fuck out. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, but, but, yeah, so... Some of uh, his former students described him as passionate, knowledgeable, unstable, and temperamental. Wow. A student in Moscow accused him in 2008 of tying her to a chair and threatening her with a hot iron. God. Yeah. In the Napoleon outfit? 
I would hope so. Tying her to a chair, threatening yeah. with a hot iron. This guy bangs. He's probably banged his students for years. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're a professor. Why not? Yeah. I mean, hey, Sokolov, a widower, told police that Yeschenko's criticism of his two grown daughters drove him to kill. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I missed something. Uh, one of St. Petersburg's more flamboyant journalists, Alexander Nekrasov showed a photo on Instagram of a copy of one of Sokolov's books on which the historian had written with the dedicatory inscription of a maniac. (laughs) Did they publish what it is? I regret going back and reading this paragraph. Um, (laughs) That's some fucking academic inside baseball. Jesus. Uh, Yeah, so... um, Apparently, uh, Yeshchenko's criticism of his two grown daughters drove him to kill her. Okay, so the twenty-four-year-old, she's yeah. probably she's probably younger than his daughters. Probably, maybe you know, he's sixty-three. Yeah, yeah, maybe his daughters are probably in their thirties. Maybe, and so he's got this younger daughter or this young twenty-four-year-old mm-hmm. criticizing his daughters. Yeah, and that's a weird dynamic. Yeah, so he uh, shot her with a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> Very, ina- you know. Yeah, anachronistic though. It's yeah, not, I know. Why yeah. not? Why not use like a? Yeah. What did they use? A musket back musket. then? Do they have muskets? Well, because then if you miss, then it takes like you five minutes to. And yeah, <laughs> and she's like, she's on the fucking Moscow train by then. So, uh, Yeschenko's mother, Lieutenant Colonel Galina Yeschenko. Oh, Yeschenko. Yeah, okay. no Chenko. Uh, is the. <laughs> Uh, the ministry only I find that funny. Of uh, uh, the Ministry of Internal Affairs arrived in Saint Petersburg on Sunday from her home to arrange the return of her daughter's remains. Why did why did they include that in the fucking thing? Anyway, yeah, hmm. her mother's like a fucking, you know, spook or something. Sounds yeah, like probably yeah. So. Well, so this guy's now well, obviously confessed. Didn't get to kill mm. himself. Nope. Uh, that, he that, fucked the whole thing yeah, up. Yeah, I know. He fucked it all up. He's mm. drinking. That's what happened. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking while, while you were talking about this, uh, uh, this story here. If you were a professor mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know, a literature professor or something. Mm-hmm. And like, that was one thing I never did in college, maybe to my detriment. I never really, I, if I had to go to the professor, I would, mm-hmm. but it was very rare. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot of kids or a lot of students go every office hour just to spend time with them. What? A lot of them do. And I think oh. because you become like a teacher's pet or whatever it is, yeah. and they think they're going to get a good grade and they're going to get a recommendation, go to grad school or mm. a reference. So a lot of a lot of people do that. Yeah. I only did it if I had to. Like if I was like, I'm going to miss this test and I need you, can I take it early or something? I'll go talk to you. Mm. But if you were in that position and you had some like oh, 22-year-old hot girls coming in there and saying yeah. like, Basically, you know, not being open about it, but they're like, if you give me a good grade, I'll suck your dick. Would you be able to say no? Yes. You you wouldn't take it? You wouldn't I'm take not saying I wouldn't fuck them. Like, but you would still give them a shitty grade if they're stupid? I wouldn't let it affect the grade. <laughs> yeah. No wonder fucking Lee didn't want to hire you mm. for uh, a <laughs> good process serve. Yeah. <laughs> you had an agreement. And look what happens. Yeah. So I would never agree to it, though. I wouldn't, I would never agree but to it. But what if it's yeah. implied? Like she's like, I'm going to be, you're like a, a gross old man. I would never, I'm going I to would be sucking your dick. I'm thinking because of this, I'll get an A. I would never, I would, I would, you know, you would I would go it, out with her. I would go out with her. But would you make it known that you're like, you know, I'm not going to give you a passing grade because you're yeah, yeah. swallowing my, that's what I'd say, my semen. Yeah. You would let her know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm, honest. As I've said, I'm an honorable scumbag. Yeah. You know, I've said this many times. Honorable so. scumbag. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, people, send your story. Sickerroundpodcast.gmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. You can call the Sickerround hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, before we get to our first call, though, uh, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call we have is uh, a, a work story from a nurse. I think mm. he's a male nurse. All right. It's a, this is a nurse work story. Hey, D. Hey, Harrison. Um, I had a little something happen at work. I thought I'd share, share it with you guys, see if you could make some sense out of it for me. Uh, I'm a nurse at a hospital. Uh, we had this new management team come in, say if they didn't like we didn't like how they were doing things. They'd replace us all with more dedicated employees. Ooh. So after that, half our unit quit. There's no one to replace us. So they're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel for new employees, trying to get just anyone to work there. Um, I wonder, that's the thing. Did these nurses just suck at their job? Like, why would they do that? Why would they what? Come in there and threaten everybody. It is weird. I mean, it's just kind of weird when you have like, yeah. a consultant come in here because part of the thing is with nurses, like, could mm. you? I, I could not do that job. No, I couldn't either. I couldn't. I, I'm kind of squeamish around blood, but also mm. it's like, I don't like touching people. I don't like people's germs. I don't like it. Just being in a hospital every day, I'm be skeeved out. I'm a very, I think it's just like, I'm a very sensitive person. And uh, I think I would be like, I mean, I remember, remember I took the fucking uh, certification class and te- you know uh to be a paramedic to a be paramedic a i remember that yeah yeah and it's like you're getting paid like you know i don't even know 15 dollars an hour or something and it's like people's lives depend on you and if it's like you could fuck it up and then it's like this guy died like yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't i would just eat a shotgun like i wouldn't be able to ha- handle it at this point in my life i'm very like you know that's the way i am I would, and also i don't think like, I feel like a lot of those things, it's like things are happening and you need to think well under pressure. So like when the adrenaline's going, you need to actually make good decisions. And whenever my adrenaline's going, I make the worst decisions. <laughs> I always just fuck everything up. I, I love how so. you're like, I'm sensitive to the, you know, to the, 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 the what happens to these people, these patients, the, you know, mm. the welfare of these patients. Me, I couldn't give a shit about them. I just mm. don't want to touch their feces. Yeah, I don't want to well, empty like their either. bedpan. I, look, I don't, like I don't that want either. their blood anywhere yeah. near me. It's yeah. like, fuck it. You know, gross. Die mm. already. Um, but anyway, I, I do admire nurses. Yes. My mother was a nurse. Yeah. They hired this girl as a tech, uh, and then a hospital. A tech is kind of like... Uh, My mother was a saint! 
it's, it's kind of like a C name. But anyway, they Wait, found what did he say? A C, a C name? A C name? A CNA. A certified nurse's assistant. That's what it is, yeah. Girl, I guess she'd been sleeping in her car for three hours during night shift. Um, she didn't you ever do that? Oh, my. Yeah. yeah, yeah every yeah. job I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. I haven't at this job because I have to yeah. park so far away from where I work. Right. But I used to do that every day at lunch. Sure. I'd go in there 40 minutes. Yeah. You know? You got to set an alarm because that can happen yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you'll sleep where, right through it. Oh, yeah. yeah. She didn't want to get in trouble. So to get herself out of trouble, she tried to seduce the guy that, I guess, seduce him. She tried to seduce this guy that caught her sleeping by pulling her breast out and then squirting her breast milk at him. I mean, <laughs> I love the rising inflection there. That's um, yeah, that's yeah. that's weird. That's real weird. I mean, I guess the tits I can kind of see, but yeah. the breast milk. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You know, did you see that video someone posted the Facebook page? The sick and wrong, sick on Facebook page. It was some raver chick uh-huh. who probably just had a child, and she had her breasts out, mm. and was just squirting breast milk all over all the other ravers. Yeah. And then one raver wearing some ridiculous outfit gets down his knees and was just drinking it. Sure. Yeah. I'd give it a shot and try it. <laughs> Would you do that at the? I've rave? never had it. You know, I've never. Uh, I was never breastfed, so I've never I tasted know. it. No, maybe a yeah. strain. Maybe if it was my wife's breast milk, I mm. would be uh, amenable to that. But. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Is that a thing that women do? Uh, like, is that attractive? I don't even know. <laughs> but I guess, like, she also. It should have shut him up, though. You know? Yeah, I would be like, yeah, okay. You I'm know what? Gonna... Uh, okay, I'm going to go. I was never here. Yeah, let's you just know? say this didn't happen. Yeah. I can so. wipe my face off. Mm. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll give you a B plus in class. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Just pull out her tit and then squirted it in the other girl's face that worked there. Just, I guess, just for laughs. I've never heard of a woman doing this. I've, I'm almost 40. I've never heard of this happening before. I think I've told this story before, but I remember mm. there's a stripper at the Roaring Twenties when I worked there that thought it was really funny to yeah. squirt Mexican dudes that weren't tipping. Because mm. oftentimes you get these Mexican guys that would come in all day, six mm. hours, and just not tip. And just sit in the front row, maybe because, I don't know, they don't tip at strip clubs in Mexico, or maybe they just didn't have any money, or maybe they just didn't care. Who cares? Yeah. But she would come out, and uh, it's like, the, you know, the third time dancing for these guys. And yeah, she would just straight up shoot them with mm. breast milk. And she thought it was a fun. I thought it was kind of funny, too. Mm. <laughs> I used to play Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I'm really curious if this is just something that people do for funsies. I have no idea. Funsies. Mm. Uh, people were asking me what I would have done if it had happened to me. And I was like, I don't know. I would probably have laughed so hard I vomited. I don't know, but I don't think I would have told on. I would have been horrified. Uh, I was just wondering if you guys had a like. This guy's like inching on being. He's really kind of getting close to being like Kenneth from Thirty Rock. You know, a little bit. <laughs> he <laughs> well, is kind of. I don't know. know. Who's if a woman's got a squirter, a fuck look at me. I, I don't know. Back on the farm is that in a Minnesota, thing they do down here. You know, mm. sometimes we would squirt another, and yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, that could happen by accident. Yeah. But you know, I don't know about mm. on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that never happened when the hill folk attacked us. <laughs> Reasonably professional job if you would tell on a coworker for squirting her breast milk at you. Um, That's just like one of those things where it's like, 
okay, now no one will believe. You know, if I report whatever if, the hell yeah, happened, yeah. no one will believe no it. No one's going to believe that. You know? I wouldn't even, so. re- I would never snitch on a coworker anyway. Mm. I don't t- typically do that. Yeah. Unless it was something just egregious. Mm. This situation, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd want to even be involved with it. Because mm. don't you think people would be like, well, why, was, why were her breasts out? Because you could do that. Because if you, if you get in trouble for anything, somebody catches you doing something, you can just all of a sudden take your dick out and piss into your own mouth while singing, you know, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows or whatever. And then they're, how are they going to report that? You know? Yeah, yeah. And then he took his, he's, you know, it's too hard. Yeah, it's too much. yeah, no, there's like too much going on. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I think so. this circumstance, though, it's a guy finding a woman in her car, she pulls her breasts out. It's like, I think they'd be like, well, that's a weird situation for both you guys. Yeah, but the milk. The milk is even, mm-hmm. makes it even weirder. Yeah. I would have been horrified, though, if she, if mm. a coworker squirted me with breast milk, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I, I would have been like, why would you do that? Right. Yeah. I'd freak out like germaphobe. You gotta, th- yeah, you gotta consider the odds, and it's like, will the person? What will that do to the person? You know, <sighs> who knows? So, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, let, me, let me know what you think. Uh, stay classy, and then, uh, I might have a few more stories here in a reasonably near future. So I'll, I'll uh, talk to you guys later. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear some uh, yeah. some bedpan stories. Definitely. You still have to do that, or do you make like the uh, CNAs do it? They probably do. Yeah. I don't I think the actual Once you nurses, get, yeah, you only got to do that kind of shit, I think, in the beginning, you know, and then you... Once you become an RN, but mm. you still probably have to, like, insert a catheter into some guy's dickhole. Yeah, I mean, I, I think also, like, at some point, you've moved to, like, a more management-type position, so you don't oh, do any of that nonsense yeah. anymore, so... That's kind of what uh, my girlfriend's mom does. She mm. was, like, a nurse for years, and then yeah. now she's, like, she teaches other nurses. Yeah. So she doesn't have to do any of that, but mm. she probably could. Mm. Which is, um, yeah, I've never understood that. You know mm. what? There was a guy, he's never been on the show, but he's mm. really good friends with my sister's husband, uh, Vinny. Vinny was a nurse, and then he became a hospice nurse. Mm-hmm. And one of his things he had to do is uh, he had to teach the families how to remove a bowel obstruction. Oof. Like with your finger. Digital. You put it in. Digital, digital extraction. extraction. Yeah, yeah, he had to like flip the person over, mm. stick his finger in there, and just pull out the nugget. Mm. Um, and I was like, why would you do that? He's mm. like, yeah, it's fine. He, he had like no qualms about it. Mm. Whereas I, there's no way I would be able to do that. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, like squirting your breast milk. I didn't milk even like having to do it to me. The one time <laughs> I had to do it to me. So. You did it to yourself? Yeah. Oh man. I was just, blo- I was real blocked. For how long? Like were you blocked know. for days? I was on drugs, so, you know. Did you put a glove on? Opiates, yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of Vaseline? Now you tell me. I, I really should have. That actually would have made it much easier. That's actually how I got my first hemorrhoid. Well, it's from the first ex- and only hemorrhoid as of yet is, is from that incident. From that incident. Wait, so wait, you're trying to. Did you get a hemorrhoid from trying to force it Look, out? I don't know. But I mean, it, the whole situation was not good. There was a lot of forcing during that time. You know, that's why I had uh, yeah, to resort yeah. to... Uh, well, heroin makes you constipated. That's right. Yeah. Apparently, what you're supposed to do if you're like a real, you know, junkies junkie is you can't, you just take X-lax. You just carry around... Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Why wouldn't you take X-lax? I never thought of that. That never occurred to me until like recently that that's something you Did could do. Did you know there were drugs that could unconstipate people? I kind of like 
just not going to the bathroom. It's kind of great. It's like being a vampire. It's I like, guess you save time. Yeah, more you time. like a, yeah, you're you're waste like, time. You don't do that stuff anymore. You're just like yeah, I'm just a guy, and it just gets compacted. You know? Yeah. And, over yeah. time, I'd be worried. I'd be like, I think I'm carrying mm. more weight around. Mm. Oh God, yeah, that's terrible. Mm. Um, On the old China white stuff, you shit like a goat. No, just you, weird pellets. <laughs> Well, how, look, so, now I'm doing shit stories. Look, do look you remember how long you went before you shit? Like how long were you? I've probably for? gone a week. You know, man, that's yeah, crazy. Definitely. Yeah, I'd be freaking out. Mm. I'd be freaking out. So, um, but yeah, I don't know about mm. that. Like uh, breast milk, that's weird. Mm. I, I guess if it's my girlfriend or my wife or something, I probably wouldn't be as freaked out about it. Mm. But if it's like yeah, a stranger's breast milk, I think it'd be weird. Okay. Yeah, some people won't be into it. Anyway, yeah, I want to hear some more nurse stories. Give us a call back. Yes. The uh, second call we have here is Pearl calls in um, mm. and is telling us like about, remember that Taco Bell story when she was upset that she got removed from the swing shift? Yes. She gives a little more detail about what happened here. Mm. All right. Uh, mm. Hey, daddies, it's Pearl again. I figured that since I called her last time about... You know, putting the dairy products. It was it was a milkshake. I put a milkshake in my coworker's purse, and after it was rotting, um, I thought I'd share why I would be upset. I got taken off the swing shift and put back on night shift. Yeah, but it, it has to do with why I was taken off the night shift in the first place. So there was, there is a catastrophe going on with all the Taco Bells in my franchise. They're all in the red except for mine, and. I'm talking 10-minute order time. Catastrophe. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. They're all in the right. Because it's like, I've always, is Taco Bell one of those businesses where it's like you can, you get, you get a franchise and it's like you run it or whatever? Like Subway? I think it's like owned by PepsiCo. Oh, all those. But yeah. you buy mm. the franchise from you them do. and you have your okay. own. All I right. think that's yeah. the way it works, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I that's don't always I a weird business to get into because it's like, it's like great. I just paid you know three hundred thousand dollars to work a minimum wage job. Yeah, you know, like I mean, that's basically like what, what. Yeah, what it, and th- those people tend. If you own it, you tend to work there. Yeah, right? and you tend to manage yes. it. Like Ugh. the Breaking Bad guy. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hmm. I wouldn't be able to do that. people walking out every day, and they're not training managers. It's all it's all on fire. It's all on fire. Someone that worked at the company. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. moving to a store that wasn't mine. It was that bad. So, I was being promoted. I was being promoted to be a shift lead for the night crew. So I moved my entire a shift lead for the night crew. Your parents must be quite proud. Yeah, you have to be. Uh, oh, come on, a shift don't... lead. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Right. That actually, yeah. you know, I I never got the got a chance to work at Taco Bell, but it's mm-hmm. my favorite fast food establishment. So I would have probably enjoyed doing a because think about this: you live in like some small town. Yeah. You get to work late nights. I bet mm. you get some crazy stories. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it'd probably be fun mm. because you're working with other people. I worked at Little Caesars and we had, I know, just some cool people. Like, we get mm. so stoned mm. and, uh, yeah, and like hang out. And it was, it was actually a good time, but Little Caesars closed at midnight. So could you imagine being there till 4, 4 a.m.? You probably get some crazy things. I mean, when, some I worked at, when I worked at Hot Topic, literally everyone got promoted other than me. 
You when did you work at Hot Topic? I, when I was like come, seventeen years old. You've never mentioned this. On have the show. I not mentioned it? I, no. ne- I do not recall yeah. you ever saying you worked at Hot Topic. Oh, sure. Were yeah. you decked out in Hot Topic outfits? Like, no. did you have like a Slipknot shirt? No, I just had and, crazy dreadlocks, like you know, black dreadlocks. Oh, so that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, all you needed. Do you have like a, a your nose pierced or anything? No. No septum piercing? No, it was just like, it was hard. The way I looked, it was hard to get a job anywhere because I looked like a <laughs> so fucking... in a hot topic in the mall? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the mall. God. I, the I, one I, thing I like about working in a mall is that you do sometimes get to access that weird hallway in behind oh, the stores. Behind the stores, yeah. Those yeah. Are fun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my girlfriend worked for mm. Hot Topic had like a lingerie division called like Black something. Do you know that what I'm talking about? It wasn't black around when I was there. Or black Okay, I don't know. Blackheart. Blackheart. Okay. It was yeah. like their for risque lingerie stuff, but it was yeah. still owned by Hot Topic. Mm. And you could get like it was funny, like you went in there and they'd have like a sexy cut bathroom t shirt. Mm. It's like really a bathroom t shirt. It's odd. Um but she would say you know, part, partially because her manager hated her, she would have to go in that back hallway mm. and go uh, throw the garbage out. And it pissed her off that she'd have to do this. And every time they'd do that, oftentimes the doors would lock and you'd just be trapped in this hallway behind the mall. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was like a people under the stairs kind of thing. It's um, weird back there. Was it, Wait, was it a lingerie store? Yeah, Black Blackheart was a lingerie okay. store. Huh. So they, served, they had lingerie and she mm. would... And the, the funny thing about the Glendale Galleria... Mm-hmm. Um, she's like during the day mm. she's like and this would happen probably three times a week there is a home for rotundos mm. like it was like not that far away mm. and they that's one of the activities is mm. just like go to the mall and walk around sure yeah and it'd be like a troop of rotundos yeah. and she was like almost like every I think it was Monday Wednesday and Friday from like three till four this group of rotundos would come in there and just want to look at all the lingerie okay sure. and it used to piss her off because she, she'd you know fold everything and they'd come in and be like just you know picking it up and want to try it on and yeah yeah it was a mess <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do any rotundo impressions in the black heart but yeah oh to gaze upon a rotundo's <laughs> tiny teddy <laughs> <laughs> to work tonight which means I wasn't leaving the building till 3 or 4 in the morning I was completely trained that all my videos did my mandatory 3 weeks on the shift you know I actually got written up at Hot Topic did you for what? for being lethargic wait just not doing anything? no like just not being like peppy were you nodding off no i wasn't high i was just miserable i didn't like working at hot yeah topic. but isn't that the point you're emo and that's why you work there you're in still, the emo no, store. you're supposed to be like hey would you like to see this uh you know we've got a whole selection of Marilyn manson t-shirts over here you know God, that seems counter to do what you like my mohawk <laughs> you know did you wait it's did just you like ever... and it was like that time in the 90s where it was like you know, a lot of, I was 17, it was just, a lot of my job would just be like, oh, well, you really, you know, <clears throat> trying to convince 13-year-old girls to buy strawberry shortcake baby tees <laughs> and Dukes of Hazard baby tees, even though they didn't even know what the fuck Dukes of Hazard was. Was it commission? No. So then why the fuck would you care about being positive? Because I mean, if you don't, you get written up, apparently. Oh my yeah. God. How yeah. long did you work there? A summer. Did you shag any uh, hot goth girls that hang on the like mall no, goths? No, you never banged any mall goth. No, ah, that's that was a, a bad summer. That was a really bad summer. 
wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> the hot topic summer. Yeah, yeah. Did you get so did you get discounts on some of the clothes? Uh yeah, I did get discounts. So what did they have that you'd even wear? Nothing. I yeah. didn't really, <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to think of what I think I bought a lighter that had the f- fucking caterpillar from a- from uh, Alice in Wonderland <laughs> on it. I bought a metal Zippo lighter with, you know. I always thought that place was just anathema. Yeah. Because it's like, do you need that? And I, I personally, I took it. I've, I found it like yeah. I took umbrage. Like I was offended yeah. the fact that a hot topic even existed. Maybe because yeah. I was like a goth person. I was just like, it's just bullshit yeah. that it's commodified in a mall now. The day I was going to quit, it was like I went in there and there was like we have they had a meeting. We never had meetings. We had a meeting in the fucking secret hallway, and it was like okay, so the theme uh, for you know for the end of August is schoolhouse goth, and I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, I quit. <laughs> I quit. I'm leaving. Oh, God. So yeah. is it, does Hot Topic, is it even still around? I think so, yeah. They never won. I can't believe that yeah. even exists. I mean, yeah. it's like decades. Sure. God. Yeah. Malgas. Mm-hmm. My trainer who was training me was completely okay with me. What happened? Well, there was another coworker at the time that was a bit of a fucking nutcase. And she thought it was a bright idea to take a blunt stranger in the drive-thru. Wait, what did she do? <laughs> Wait, she, she hid a blunt from a stranger in the drive-thru. Oh, okay. So the drive-thru, yeah. they were smoking weed and she took it and hid a blunt while she... That woman yeah. deserves to be like employee the, of the uh, month, yeah, of the month yeah. right there. Man. And like employee of the year if she just like took in the smoke you know, like from the exhale, like on the... I think yeah. employee of the year, if she just didn't give the blunt back mm. and smoked it just in mm. the restaurant. That's amazing. Yeah. I wonder, did... Yeah, wow. God, mm. that's great. I wonder how often that happens. Probably I mean, a lot. Yeah. I'm sure it happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know... Well, I mean, that's why you're in Taco Bell at 3 a.m. Because right. you're fucking so high and that's mm. the only thing open. I mean, it's probably happens less now that there's all this you know popeyes related violence oh yeah there is um, a lot of popeyes so, turf yeah. wars with uh mm-hmm. what's the other one there's popeyes versus chick-fil-a is it i think so or churches i don't know yeah but popeyes is the only one where people are getting fucking shot and stabbed yeah and attacked. people are cutting in line so, yeah. like it yeah it's mm-hmm. a violent place mm-hmm. and i happen to be standing there watching and she's the type that will stop her start a physical altercation so instead of physically stopping her i went to my supervisor and said hey she just did this, and he said, hey, I'll take care of it. But he never did. If I stopped her, I would have been punched in the face. Pearl is a rat? Pearl is a snitch. Wow. Pearl? Yeah. Oh, come on. What, what are you fuck? doing snitching on this coworker? Let yeah. her smoke her weed. Come on. She's working at fucking Taco Bell at 3 a.m. Yeah. What the fuck else are you going to, you know? Yeah. Wow. It's kind of funny. That is though. the whole point of, <laughs> of having this job, of having that job, right? Yeah. Because you can work high. It's one of those jobs Isn't that, that the you entire can do that plot high. of American Beauty or whatever? Was that American Beauty or was Where it Kevin Spacey rats? starts working at the fucking McDonald's oh, yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same exactly. Thing. You just smoke weed and, you know. It's one of those jobs you can yeah. almost do better high. Yeah. You know, because it's like you're relaxed. You don't yeah. care that you, you're not thinking about why you're here. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're just sitting there like enjoying mm. the time. And probably you're, I'm assuming yeah. with a woman like this who's prone to violence, it probably would calm her down a bit. Yeah. You I probably mean, would want her to be high. 
Sounds like Pearl's looking to get her fucking weave Jeez. snatched, you know, or something. <laughs> Snitches Jesus get Christ. stitches, damn. Yeah. But it's kind of funny, though, to be the shift manager and then just to have this, like, violent employee that you're just scared of. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, she's going to hit me in the face yeah. with her, her nails. Mm. Which would I which kind of, you know, try to avoid confrontation by going to my supervisor? I keep in mind, this is day three of training. Uh, we didn't get in trouble for this till two weeks later. So... They delayed my promotion. I was taken off night crew. And then I got put onto the swing shift for three weeks. And that's. What shift? Swing shift. Oh, okay. So I okay. guess there's night shift mm. and then there's swing shift. So she got in trouble for ratting out. She, she got in trouble for ratting out a coworker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense because, like, she goes and tells the guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take care of it. But it's like, that means he'd have to do something. You know? And he's not going to do anything. Yeah. Because who cares? And she it's just like hit a joint. Yeah, you don't work at Taco Bell at two in the morning because you're into doing stuff. I mean, I would know? be pissed if the person's not showing up for their shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. now I got to scramble to find somebody else to work mm. the drive through. But she's just taking a hit from a joint. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I'm sure that's what the mm. shift supervisor is like. Mm. Yeah, fuck it. Get out of my office. I'm watching porn. Mm. Why I was so pissed why management wasn't stopping me. Because I, I was under the impression that I would get promoted. And a week after it, as a reprimand, because I literally got punished for doing nothing. Because I didn't just... Nobody likes a snitch. Nobody likes a snitch. That's right. so That's a bad example. Yeah. The daddies are very upset. Please <laughs> stop her. They delayed my promotion. And that's why I was mad at management. I was just looking for an excuse to be mad at them. Anyway, keep it quick. Keep it wrong. Love ya. Hmm. I think lesson learned here, Pearl, yeah. is... Uh, you don't snitch. No one likes a snitch. No. I mean, yeah. you know, bless Pearl's heart for, for taking the job seriously. Um, <laughs> you know, Pearl probably is someone you'd want to be the, the shift manager. Yeah, though, yeah. Because she, she actually cares about being there. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. One thing I've learned in my life, it's like the rewards for taking things seriously have never outweighed like the burden the extra burden of responsibility you get from taking things seriously. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, and, and it's can, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like a lot of jobs where it's like, oh, I had an opportunity to move into management, but it's like, oh, I get an extra, you know, $10,000 a year. And, and now like, I gotta do you know, all this and I got to do all this shit. Yeah. And it's like thankless and, you know, fuck that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, like, Especially at a mm. fast food job, why take it seriously? You're yeah. not you're not benefiting from this. So what no. do you get? Eighteen bucks an hour instead of fifteen? Mm. You know, it's not like you're going to get a bonus. Yeah. You know, God, mm. let the woman smoke a joint. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I wonder what mm. happened to her. You, mm. Pearl, are you still working at the same Taco Bell? Like, do you still have to work? She's in this? witness protection. Now. Yeah, I wonder if like mm. did the violent person come after you? Yeah. Man, I, think I mean what, that. Yeah, that might be the reason that you guys are in the black. Is Maybe. Blunt, you know. Maybe what you should have done, Pearl, is taken a hit off that joint, too. Yes. Yeah. Settle down a little bit. Mm. Anyway, uh, final call here that we have is mm. uh, none other than Batman villain. Oh, he's back. Do you, do you, how much do you <laughs> he's think? He's back. He's back. Do you think uh. the Batman villain enjoyed uh, the Joker movie? Yes. Or do you think he felt it hit too close to home? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wonder. I think he's suing them. He's like, yeah. this is me. This yeah, is it's a me. movie. They should have just called that movie Boner Villain. Yes. Yeah, it would have worked. Mm-hmm. Hey, fuckard. Hey. 
you know, that, I almost quit the show earlier because we get, there was a whole technical difficulty thing that went crazy, and I gotta say that makes it this makes it all worth it. Like <laughs> fuck Todd, <Hey>, fuck Todd. <laughs> He's the perfect villain. Mm-hmm. He really is. Yeah. Okay. That little guy who brought me up. Hey, it's Batman villain. Hey, guess what? Hey, what do you have in your pocket? Is it like a penny, a nickel? Is it a penis? No, it's not a penis. I have better penises than you because I can get them. What? <laughs> what? what the fuck is he talking about? What? Do, do you say what's in your pocket? Is it a penny, a nickel, a or penis? a penis? And then he's like, I get better penises than you because I get them. <laughs> I don't know if, what you're trying to do okay. here, Boner Villain, but mm. we're okay with you mm, and, mm. and your predilection for he's, penises. He's addressing this to the guy that brought him up, which I'm assuming is some other caller that I think we had him. a caller that mm. a couple of weeks ago that was mm. just making fun of Boner Villain. Okay. But now, like, you're just giving him ammunition there, mm. Boner Villain. Mm. Do you have, like, a penis collection? Mm. <laughs> like, like, what, what you, you have better mm. penises? I wonder yeah. if he's got, like, I would be surprised if Boner Villain mm. has, like, a, like, he just cut all these pictures out from, like, a yeah. Playgirl, just has, mm. like, a notebook full of, uh, a scrapbook yeah. full of penises. Yeah, and they're all framed in oak <laughs> shadow boxes because I'm better than you. And I can afford yeah. oak shadow boxes mm. for my penises. Mm. <laughs> better penises than mm. you. You are a little bitch. You have no money. You are a skank. Let me just say something to you. You cannot fuck with me. There's a reason why I have $50,000 worth of guns right here in my garage. I'm I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. Don't you need to guard the penis shadow boxes with something? Yeah. Because people might come and try to steal them. I'm sure there is a reason, and I'm sure eventually Wolf Blitzer will tell us all about it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be finding out on CNN probably in a couple months. Uh Yeah. Then another $100,000 worth of guns. And I don't drive Mercedes. Oh, so he's got $50,000 worth of guns. And then another hundred thousand dollars worth of guns. Also worth of guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just so, say you have a hundred and fifty thousand? Can you not add? <laughs> Disgruntled podcast fan, mm, no. <laughs> murders podcast host, and their cats. That would be good. With his hundred thousand dollars worth of guns. I mean, I'd be t- honestly. I don't. I wouldn't even run away. I'd just be like. Can I go dress up like Napoleon first yeah. before we do this? <laughs> so I would say I was like, because, you gotta let me put yeah, on an outfit here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. At least a sick and wrong t-shirt. Yeah. These Mercedes are bullshit. Yeah, you little fucking bitch. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, 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 I'm doing, like, little survey shit. Oh, oh, let's fuck with someone who actually has money. What is he what, talking what about? What is he talking about? Sur- survey shit. Like, what is this? I don't know. What is this survey? It- he probably got a call from, like, this U.S. Census and assumed it was like a prank call doing like from a polling or something. I, yeah, yeah, I don't what, know. What is survey shit? Mm. I don't know. I want to know what Batman villain does for a living, He's other a, than collecting yeah. penises, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and stockpiling mm. arms. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, he manages uh, for money. his parents' properties. That's probably we what know it this. is. Yeah, someone who's self-made has his own house, has three houses, has five houses. So he has his own house, he has three houses, he has five houses. Do you have stockpiles of munitions in each home? Yeah. Why don't you just say you have nine houses? He can't yeah. add. Or eight houses. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's a property owner. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. How much do you think a gun costs? How much? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I do do that a lot. I mean, he's got me on that one. He's definitely a homeowner. Yeah, that's for sure. Said <laughs> <laughs> a homeowner. Yeah. An AK-47. Um, like seven hundred dollars. How many do I have? I have thirty. Mm, more than fifteen. <laughs> he's got fifty. Okay. What are, what Why you, though? What are you trying to like yeah. start a coup? Like in a, in like a, a, a poverty yeah. ravaged nation in Africa? Well, like, what the, are you doing? I mean, that, that's, you, can't, you never tell that to anyone because it means, <laughs> it means that no one wanted to join your militia. That's what that means. No one wanted to join his militia. So he's like, oh, I have 15 AK-47s. Yeah, he's just you got know? like a stockpile of yeah. weapons that nobody wants to use because yeah. they don't care about your shitty militia. Yeah. What is it? Like the Rotundo Brigade or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> Boner Villain and the Rotundo Brigade. That's right, yeah. yeah you should actually go and start mm. putting out records. Mm. That's a good, that's a good uh, band name. Mm -hmm. What do I have? Do I have an AK? Yeah. Do I have a... Yeah. I do you have, have a rocket launcher? I, yeah, I like to. Um, we should have that a regular, regular feature. Like, guess which weapons <laughs> Boner villain has? <laughs> Do I have an AK? Uh, yes. That's right. I have fifteen of them. You win. I want to mm. know if you have a fucking rocket launcher. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Mm. I have seven of them. Seven rocket launchers yeah. in one of my nine yeah. homes. And actually, they're 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 called um uh, rocket propelled grenade launcher. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> How many grenades do you think I have? Uh, I bet you he's got like a hundred. I have a hundred and four. A hundred and four? Yeah. How much did that cost though? I bet you only have a hundred and two. <laughs> My shoes are worth more than your house. <laughs> <laughs> he must have those he must have those Banksy custom air Jordans. Yeah, I was wondering that what like a million. <laughs> Like, what kind of shoes do you wear, Boner Villain, that are worth more than a home? <laughs> that, that, I would like to know that. Are they like, yeah, are they like, uh, yeah, some kind of like gold-plated uh, yeah. Michael Jordans or something? My Timberlands are made of unobtainium, <laughs> which is very rare ore. You can't get it anymore. I still can't mm. wait till one of these days when he calls in. His mom's going to be like, whatever mm. his name is, what is mm. it, Boner Villain? Kevin. It's <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. What are you doing on the phone? Your father mm. needs to make a call. Yeah. And he's just going to be like, shut up, mom. I'm calling mm. the podcast. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Are you dialed into the AOL again? <laughs> you stupid piece of shit. And my guns are worth more than your entire family. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he names his guns? I would hope so. I think he has yeah. names for his guns. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's mm. he obviously doesn't have a girlfriend. No. I mean, that's a. No, so no, I no. bet you he has female names for his guns. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. If you're successful on Tinder, you don't buy 14 AK 47s. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. You know? You are a shitty person. And honestly, here's what we go with. Who is he talking to? I don't know, but he already called the person a skank, which is okay. kind of funny. Yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> Um, I don't know who he's talking about. I think we had some guy call in that just mentioned that Boner Villain 
is lame or something. I don't know. Or is it just was making fun of Bonner Villain. Okay. I, I don't remember when, but I'm assuming it's a it's a recurring theme with a lot of callers. Just yeah, just like uh, Bonner Villain's recurring Craigslist ad imploring people to join his militia. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, how mm. can you not? make fun mm. of this guy yeah it's just it's too hard i try you know i try to be diplomatic yeah. with listeners because I, I do appreciate mm. people listening to the show mm. but this guy mm. come yeah. on <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well we meet notes. once a week we meet once a week at my place i supply the kalashnikovs and the fig newtons okay <laughs> and we just mm. got jackets all right mm. and we wear the jackets mm. and, and, mm. and the mom probably makes cookies yeah and we all hang out <laughs> drink lemonade talk about guns yeah yeah do you want? Do you boys want any Kool Aid? Yeah, mom. We want Sharkleberry Finn because it's better than Purple Source Rex. You know, I would bet you dollars to donuts they're paintball guns. <laughs> Does he think he's the type of guy that would do like military paintball scenarios? Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. he would if anyone would play with him. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. he has many friends. No. Boner, no mates. My guns are worth more than Harrison's life, Steve's life, and your life. Mm. <laughs> and my villain is better than you. It might sound bad, but I'm the bad guy. But I have more money than all of you. And a collection of penises, yeah. apparently. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> we, I I don't even care mm. if you have more money, because there's mm. a lot of people mm. that have more money than me. Mm. I mean, got this whole city. Yeah. We live in L.A. Everybody here has more money than me, uh, for the most part. Well, I mean, look, we gotta, you know, uh, you know, we we gotta raise up some money so we can, you know, beat him in the uh, dance-off so that <laughs> he won't tear down our co community center and make a country club. Woo! 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 Who is he, Ric Flair? Woo! Woo! Wait, what is it? Woo! His impression is, woo, 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 I don't know what guns cost. Woo, 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 I only have 99 grenades. That's you, loser. My shoes cost more than your yacht. You think I have a Kalishnikov? I got 30. Every time he calls... It's like, it's like if um, a rotundo tried to do the Alec Baldwin speech from Glengarry Glen Ross. Like, <laughs> for closers, coffees for closers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, see this watch costs more than your car. That's who I. That's because that's who I am, pal. And you're nothing. This you is just like you know, like see my shoelaces. They cost more than your your face. <laughs> you that's skank. A, yeah, and you can't have any fig newtons you, know who, you bozo you know every time i think about mm. boner villain he makes me think of the uh the kid in uh peewee's big adventure that stole peewee's bike yeah, he is remember that he's the, he's, or whatever yeah. that kid's name was i forget reginald or, some or something shit. like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. he stole peewee's bike yeah that's boner that villain. is boner villain. yeah yeah so <laughs> all right well is that it yeah that's it oh that's the end of the always, call always a pleasure oh there you go always mm. a pleasure to yeah. hear from bonerville i'd like to find out what he's yeah. doing because you stopped calling the show for a while yeah um but you know that's the thing we we want to mm. know about what's going on in your life if you purchase any more homes mm. how many more weapons mm. you have i want to know about this mm. before we find out on cnn that yeah. he went on some rampage at the mall yeah by the way hey bonerville I have 16 AK-47s, so... Whoa! Fuck you! <laughs> I'm better than you! Yeah, he's got mm. 12 homes, too. I don't yeah. know if you know that. Yeah. And you should see Harrison's penis scrapbook. It's like yeah, yeah. six volumes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I got... 
penises and coins in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for calling in. People call Sigron Hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, best way to support the show, simply the best way, actually, if you want to support the show, if you, if you feel that you're going above and beyond for being a sick and wrong listener, uh, just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Give a few shekels. No, yep. it doesn't take much. Five shekels. That's it. Mm. Uh, sign up, and then you just get all this uh, bonus content. You get the mm. outtakes, like today, for example. It's the only you... way you'll treat our shekel cell anemia. So exactly. Yeah. If you, if you want to find out what happened mm. with Harrison's brother's uh, girlfriend and this weird Bible thumper woman, you gotta join up in the Patreon that's because right. it's an outtake. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we post mm. the outtakes. You can hear about the improv show I went to this weekend that was terrible. Mm. Because um, they all are. But anyway, that's the thing. We, we post an extra story, post some extra phone calls. Mm. We post some uh, just extra. Uh, Harrison posts a lot of videos mm. there. Uh, and not to mention our outtakes every week. Just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong and uh, help us support the show. Uh, sick and wrong song of the week is actually a Harrison pick from a band that I had never heard of. Although I did do some research. Mm. I don't know if I could listen to a whole album. <laughs> I, I, I got an, I got the album. Did you Gypsies? I got Flamencos and Flamencos flamenco in space or whatever oh, the first one yeah yeah the first yeah, yeah, one yeah i didn't it's, listen to all it's that pretty good is it good yeah i, I didn't like listen it. to that one I, I actually really like it yeah you know but the, yeah. this song that we're gonna yeah. play isn't on the album it's not it's an out it's, it's like a, a yeah. ep yeah but it, it's a great song oh it's great i'm about to so check it out great. so the band's called carmen mm. they were like prog yeah, like flamenco glam rock flamenco glam rock flamenco glam rock <laughs> A weird genre. Yes. Not too many other bands in that genre. It didn't catch on. It didn't really catch on. <laughs> like 19, what, 73, 74? 1974, this song, yeah. It's a great song, though. I got it on this weird-ass compilation that I don't even think is a real compilation. I think it was just some weirdo on Soulseek made a compilation. Because it's like the covers of it is just like pictures of elves from World of Warcraft. <laughs> but I've gotten so many weird-ass singles off that thing. It's amazing. That's worth so, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a great mm-hmm. song. So we're going to end the show here with Flamenco Fever dedicated to all the Mexican Mor- Mormons. Yes. I almost said morons. Uh, Mexican Mormon morons. Mormons. Racist. Mex- yeah. <laughs> the Mexican yeah. Mormons. Um, we dedicate this song to you. Flamenco Fever. They don't like Beckham being called Carmen. Mormons, by the way. What do they like to be called? Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints. All right. Yeah. I thought they split from the Latter-day Saints. No, no, no. The, the Book of Mormon is... The, Mormons don't actually like being called Mormons. They be LDS. Yeah. I mean, too bad. Yeah, because I mean, that's what they are. I'm just saying. I'm all just right, pointing all it right. out. Mm. So we're going to dedicate this to them. Mm. Um, people will be back next week with episode 713. Till then, take a sleazy. Drops of rain on a tile-covered balcony I step out to see you beneath me You're no longer my toy For this man is no boy Answer back when I call Girl, don't walk away Look what you leave behind A man who has lost his mind Flamenco fever burns my soul You set the fire I tap the rhythm of my heartbeat And my feet refuse to stand still I'll 
start. Here it comes. You ready? Here it comes. Fuck you.